right, and we are live right now. Um, all right, I'm gonna tweet this out, and then we can get started. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, but yeah, man, I'm loving Returnal. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, man. <laughs> What's so funny, macho? I didn't make a joke. <laughs> no, I'm, I saw I'm, a joke on Twitter. It's a joke on Twitter. It's a... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, bet, bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man got jokes today. I ain't got jokes. I say nothing, man. <laughs> I say nothing. You won't get the jokes today. You De Chappelle today. I'm De Chappelle, yeah, no, don't. Oh, that's man. a legend right there. You're I saying, ain't no De Chappelle. You're saying Walt, Walt's gonna get this work today? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, don't compare me to legends, man. Nah, <laughs> that's too much pressure. Yeah, it's okay, man. Gotta level up to something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is this not okay? Hold on, I gotta download. Wait, is it here? Where's that image? I legit Dude, this, just have an image. At this point, Xbox or PlayStation, just give me one. Just give me one. Just let me see one available. I don't care which one it is. Give Listen, me either you one. You got a sack, boy. You good. Yes. <laughs> you got sack, boy. <laughs> Thank you. That game's uh, actually not that bad, man. Don't, don't, don't slander that, man. No, that's what I, saw him, I saw him recommending it to him. I said, you got Sackboy, you good. I've never played a Sackboy. Are they, are they good? The the little blue pants and all that? I mean, this one's different than the than the media molecule ones that, that came out. But this one's more yeah, just like a straight up co-op Mario 3D world style platformer. Oh, that might pick it up then. Yeah, this thing has to be a hard time. Oh man, what I'm excited about, we will talk about it. It's that, that Ratchet and Clank, boy. We'll talk about that later. YouTube's really giving me a problem because the screenshot I took is more than two megabytes. Really? The what? So much, so much power. No, it's just the, I'm trying to put the thumbnail on the video, and YouTube's like it's bigger than two megabytes. What are you doing? I'm like, bro, <laughs> bro, it's two bro, megabytes. I can all... <laughs> <laughs> That's too much, bro. Stop. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I might have to resize it then, if that's the case. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, yeah, possibly. Because it's giving me a hard time. Yeah, I'll do that. Um. Right. Well, you can do that. You can do that afterwards. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um. All right. Let um, me just backtrack a little bit so that we can hear everybody, and then I'll let you guys know if we're good. Yeah, yeah. Can, um, yeah. Definitely gotta make sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it for the next few weeks, and then we'll be sure that we don't have to change anything. Then it'll be stress-free, and we can just start instantly without worrying about audio. Hey, The Last Kingdom was back. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Let me check that. No, no, no not I... like not like season five is like dropped on Netflix, but they dropped a video on YouTube saying that they're back. So I'm guessing that they're, oh, they're I... filming. 
that's something, man. Hey, yeah, for sure. Hey. Dude, I'm excited for that show. Love that show. All right, we're well, Gucci. All right. Um. All right. Hair's done. Nails done. Everything did. We're good. All right, let's get started. Boy. Wait, is Walt good? What is he doing? I don't want him to come back to come back on onto the mic talking all crazy when we when we just started. That wasn't me. That was Macho. Oh, okay, okay. All right, damn. Uh, wait, what <laughs> damn. What happened? What? Happened? Jerry. No, that that uh, you were away from the mic, and I thought I thought that was Walt away from the mic, and I was like, I did. And I said, I said, all right. I said, all right. Let's Whoa. let's start, and then. Uh, and then he was away from the mic and i was i was like i don't want him coming back onto the mic talking all crazy when we when we just begun the podcast <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle in, in the middle of my intro he's talking all this <laughs> all this shit <laughs> stop um, it get to damn hate all, to right. See it. all right all right let's let's get into this man uh, welcome back, guys, to the tenth episode of the Dual Shock and Sense podcast. Man, this is this is a momentous occasion. Um, I am your host, Soul, the connoisseur of anime waifus. With me, as always, we got hey Macho. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Walt some time to you know prepare his 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 intro this time. So so go mm-hmm. go ahead first and and you know give give your intro, man. Mm-hmm. It's a king of Kingdom Hearts and the Final Fantasy fanatic coming at you guys. What's up for the Dual Shock and Sense podcast? It's your boy Hector here. Or Macho, rather. Um, but yeah, I'm also going by the professional name of Hector for some videos on LordsOfGaming.net. Go and check out some of my content over there. It's been a good week, man. It's been a good couple of weeks. I'm a satisfied PlayStation fan. <laughs> Let's get it. For sure, for sure. Um, well, you good, man? Do I need Do I need to stall a little bit more? What's going on, man? Saludo, mi amigo. How are we doing today, y'all? Walt Lando coming in here. Hot, ratchet, everything's going on. Everything. I'm hype. I'm reading. I'm finishing school. What's going on? <laughs> He's <laughs> reading. Hey, he, he just started that. <laughs> that's new. That's just new. Just passed the reading comprehension test. Yeah, that's new for him. Yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, just... It's all good in PlayStation Town. Got a lot of good news for not for the first time, but for two weeks straight, we've been getting just nonstop yeah, home man. runs or, or some good, just some good, some good batting rounds. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Doing? It's crazy how it was all doom and gloom, just like uh, like maybe two weeks ago. And now everyone everyone's loving PlayStation again, man. Yeah, it's man. Crazy. What, what, we, we said it like as soon as they drop just one good news, every uh, they're immediately everyone's sweetheart and. I was still telling Macho, yo, Jim Ryan hurt you. He was like, well, got to get up for this man. This man really throwing some shit over here. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm saying Jim, Jim Ryan just, he was, he was up at the bat, and then he let two strikes go by, and he realized he has to swing, and they finally did, and he got a home run. So look at him. <laughs> um, so we got we got a good show planned for you guys today. A lot to talk about uh, regarding PlayStation, uh, regarding just the, the world of PlayStation everything that's been going on lately but first we are going to talk about what games that we have been playing this past week um so for me it's it's still it's still the same as the last two weeks just chipping away at dark souls 3 um i got i think like 60 hours into it now so you know i'm i'm in there man and so so from last week i think i had just beat 
uh, Pontius Sullivan and the old yeah. Demon King. Uh, so since then, man, <laughs> I've been in uh, the Dancer of the Boreal Valley, who is like the coolest boss in that game, man. She is so, just the way that she moves, just like her her sort of like lithe, weird sort of silky smooth uh just animations just the way that she goes about yeah. is is like almost like she like a like a panther like stalking its prey it's really really weird man um but it's it's so cool and then of course she has that absolutely nuts like i i think it's like an eight hit combo where she's just like twirling yeah, yeah just over and over and over again it's just like dude when is this going to end um so yeah she she so far she's been like my favorite boss fight and i think she took me maybe like four or five tries to finally get down but um no she she was definitely a blast um she's then, a lot like the butterfly i think it is from sekiro yeah maybe um true so true. yeah yeah got got her and then we did who's next after that we did osiris the consumed king who uh, part of, part of my French to to you know our, our 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 listeners here, man. But he's he's a little fuck, man. He's a, he's a little squirrely fuck. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Um, he he's just like he even though he only took me two tries, he he just has he has this one move where like he you you don't even have the the like proper reaction time to re to to, to react or like defend yourself from this attack. Like he'll be all the way across the the battle arena from you, and and just like the snap of a finger, he closes that gap and is at you with like this this crazy dash attack. Like I like I'm I'm not kidding. Like you just don't have any time to react to it. It's it's insane. Um, and and then yeah, he also has this this immediate like tail whip attack that it also comes in really really quick. So like you need to be able to have your shield up at like um. Be, being able to balance having your shield up just at the right times knowing when that attack is coming is kind of like the the difference between life and death um so osiris wasn't too bad but man that that dash attack was just like i don't know how from software expected you to dodge that because like i i ate that attack every single time man um so yeah, uh, we got osiris down and then dragon slayer armor i defeated i think like two nights ago um he was no 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 uh i haven't got the champion yet uh okay. Dra dragon slayer armor is the one on top of lothric castle and then there's like the moonlight dragonflies uh flying in the background that are like attacking you at you the did? same time yeah, yeah. so um did him and he he actually got me like i think like five or six times so he was he was a pretty fun bus uh boss fight um yeah, so we got him, and now I'm pretty much nearing the end of the game. I have, uh, I just fought Lothric and Lorien last night, and um, they he he, he yeah he he kicked my ass, man. Um, I just I, before bed, I just wanted to like try it once to see like what what we're dealing with. The first phase isn't too bad, but then once his brother gets on his back and it becomes like a two v one fight, then it's like. Okay, now now it's 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 getting kind of crazy because like it's it's not even like his brother being there isn't even like that bad to handle, but like um, the elder prince himself now his attacks start to get a little bit quicker. Um, 
in comparison to his first phase. So now it's like you have that on top of the younger prince to deal with, and now it's like it's a it's an entirely different fight at that point. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 gonna be really excited to to learn more about that fight and and try to see if I can overcome that. But um yeah, so oh yeah, and then the ancient wyvern I, I took out as well, but I don't need to talk about that because that was that's <laughs> that's a one shot kill boss fight, so yeah. I'm not I'm not even proud about that one, honestly. Um uh and then so yeah, yeah, yeah. So nearing the end of the game, I only have champion Gundir left, uh Nameless King and Soul of Cinder, and then of course the the two princes. Um but yeah, I'm I'm nearing the end. I I, I want to get it done before I start Returnal, before I really delve and sink my teeth into Returnal, because uh, otherwise I won't be able to get back into Dark Souls for like a month probably, and I don't want to like I don't want to lose you know that that touch, man. That's what happened with me and 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 Neo. Like I I don't know what game it was that came out, but something came out that made me stop playing Neo for like a month, and then I came back to Neo and I forgot how to play that game. So I, I don't yeah. want that to happen with with Dark Souls. So I'm I'm definitely gonna try to to crank that one out before I I truly stick my teeth in the Returnal. But um yeah that's that's pretty much it for me. Dark Souls three. Um and yeah what what about you guys? What's what's going on with you, Walt? Honestly, man, I've been I I did the Resident Evil Castle demo last week. As soon as uh we finished the podcast, uh I went to check when it was gonna be available, and I played that during the weekend. Uh, had a blast. It was the castle portion. Honestly, I actually beat beat the demo this time. Not the like the village one where I got myself halfway and I couldn't see the final the final scene. Um, gotta say, dude, I am loving the difference in tone and and theming that they're going for it, with the village and the castle itself. It feels it very much feels like the Spencer mansion. Obviously, more regal, more, more snobby, uh, with uh, a vampire lady stalking you through the hallways. Um, yeah, what's better? And I love it because I love it. And I love it because yeah, here's the thing: you play the demo, right? And uh, maybe a little spoiler if you have, if you didn't play the demo, but whatever. Uh, the, there's going to be another chance for you to play it uh, for whoever who hasn't played for our listeners. Um, you, you're crawling, right? You're trying to crawl yourself through a little, a little hole in the ground towards. Uh, I think it's a kitchen, so to make yourself wait uh, towards the catacombs. And as you're going, you can see in the room as you get nearer and nearer. You see Lady Dimitrice, and she's like looking at bottle, like wines of bottle, uh, bottles of wine and whatnot. And the closer and closer you get, she starts getting out of the room. And as soon as she gets out, you try to open the door, you can't. It's like they're teasing you. It's like they're no, you're not gonna meet her now. You're gonna wait until the game comes out. <laughs> you can't get her autograph now. You can't. <laughs> you can't get her to chase you yet. No paparazzi. Yeah, man. dude, it sucked because I beat the demo uh, quick enough that I could play it again, and I try to get fa- get there faster. I was like, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> you're gonna get me. <laughs> but no, to no you're mail. You're gonna get me. <laughs> you're but like, hey, I, I hey. He was, he was running, away. he was running away. He was like, ah, uh, no, please, don't, don't catch me. Ah, uh, whatever no, am I gonna do? I, I closed the door. No, what am I gonna do? I lay on the on the bed. Oh, help me, all telenovela. Oh. <laughs> um, oh but but I love it. You start off, you know, in the middle 
right after a scene that you can see in the trailer where she's like, invest- oh, so you're Ethan Winters, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that, uh. that scene ends. You never see that scene. You just see yourself, you know, in a room uh, where she sleeps in. <laughs> And oh, man, they like, they showed they showed you her bedroom. Man. Oh man, bro, I, I think so. Um, man, don't tell me about her drawers, man. Don't tell me about her drawers. These people are. <laughs> I try to open everything. Oh man, found a, green these herb, people, found a green herb in there. These people are horny, man. What the hell is going on? Need <laughs> to go horny jail, but no. Um, beautiful design, beautiful interior. The, the castle feels immense, like. You you see the castle from afar, and you're like, oh, I bet there's there's gonna be a lot of locked areas because a lot of video games they give you the sense of scale and and they just deceive you and they're like, no, you're not actually gonna explore the whole thing. No, there's like a lot of doors that you can't open, but there is a key for it because you there they either have a little gap on the side that you can see inside on from, or it tells you, oh, you don't have X or Y key. Um, I met the Duke, That's that, which is evil. I like to hear about. Oh, bro, I met the Duke, which is the vendor. Uh, reminded me of uh, the Resident Evil 4, what are you buying? Because he just <laughs> appeared, like, anywhere. Yeah. But this time, it's just this massive dude. He's not even... It's not that he's obese. It's that he's huge. He looks like a giant. Um, and he's yeah, telling you, yeah. you, get, you, get, you can upgrade your weapons. You can buy uh, am- ammunition. You can buy... Uh, what do you call it? Oh, you can sell treasure. You can find treasure around the house and sell it for, well, I forgot the name of the currency. Uh, regardless, it's like a platinum. It looks like platinum. Um, you get chased down by the by Lady Lady Dimitris's daughters, I believe they are the vampire uh, ladies. Uh, you get chased by two of them, two di- uh, different times, and then they they have this swarm of. I think they're wasps or, or just, just bugs, and they start coming out of your hand if they get near you and whatnot. Yeah, I've uh, seen people saying different things. They say Some people say bugs, other people are saying wasps, and then some are saying yeah. bats because like they're vampires or something like that. Uh, they're, it's disgusting regardless. It's, it's a little creature. It gets under your skin literally, and you don't want to get near it. She's indestructible with the, I mean, with the handgun. You can't really do damage. You can stall. You can shoot at her, and she'll like stagger for a moment. But then she'll keep uh, following you. So it's all about running away and making sure you, you don't get killed. Uh, the demo ends with you getting caught by another sister. Uh, first one being Cassandra. The other one I forgot the name of. I don't think they mentioned it. Um, you find these catacombs. They're not catacombs. It's like a prison cell underneath the castle. They have like these failed, uh, transformed women that they were to be vampires, I believe. But they just turn into feral beasts. Like feral vampires, kind of like in Helsing, when Alucard he turns a person into a vampire, but they just become like a ghoul. Uh, interesting. That's, unless... that's just how I like them, man. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's it's fascinating, like how there's like there's a process to them becoming becoming vampires. It's not just oh yeah, I bite you, you're one. No, it's like you either become one or you fail and you're down in the cell, uh, ever to walk the the hallways and in despair or whatever yeah um, i think they so, i think they kind of like hinted at that in the maiden demo where you don't play as ethan but you play as like this um i believe not named but basically a character that just doesn't speak and you're just trying to escape the castle and then you get caught by La- lady Dimitres. And, and i guess and the I, assumption I, is, is that she was captured to be another yes. one of 
Demetrius's like servants or something like that. Correct. And you find a list and you find different notes of people saying, uh, uh I can't I can't get away, I try running away, I can't find my family or whatever. Um uh, I'm making my way uh downtown. deeper into the castle. Yeah, downtown, right? And yeah. <laughs> you know, walking fast. Um <laughs> So, okay, wrap, go, uh, wrap it up, man. Wrap it up, man. <laughs> so, like, bro. Oh, other than the demo, obviously, I had a blast with that. I, I play Mario Kart. I've been playing Mario Kart just to chill, uh, just to relax a bit, because this was my finals week. I only have one test left. I'm almost done with that. I'll be able to play more games during the summer. Um, but yeah, uh, just Resident Evil, man. I cannot wait for that game. I cannot. There's so much in it. There's so many characters. That's one thing. There's so many interesting characters. It's not a... And I, I didn't despise the game, but it's not a Resident Evil 6 game, uh, 6 situation where you're introduced to a, such a wide cast of characters, but you care so little for, like, 70% of them. You only care for Chris, uh, Birkin, Helena, maybe, and Leon. And, like, Ada. But, like, the rest of them, the, the partners, like, they're, they're so forgettable. In my case, at least. But in this, uh, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what they do with with the whole premise of vampires and lichens. Because, honestly, I can think of a million things. But you see the trailers and you're like, what the hell is going on? There's, like, a factory. There's, like a, like, a bunch of corpses being dragged. Are they trying to make an army? Are they trying to take over the world? I don't know, man. Is there a virus, even? Is this just magic? Or is there yeah, an actual true. virus that they're using to turn you into vampires? Is this another bioweapon? You know what I mean? I'm excited. I'm excited. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to, to Village as well. Um, what's going on with you, Macho? What, what have you been up to this week? Yeah, so it's been um, it's been out of state uh, kind of week for me. I, I literally just ventured out um, into New York out uh, from my home home state in connecticut just to visit family uh visit the baby nephew and the thing is like I, I expected to not have a lot of gaming time uh just because i'll be around family or so much so much and uh you know you know how it is when you're around family you don't really want to like kind of isolate yourself and be like that kind of person uh especially when you haven't seen your family in a while but it's been really chill because uh where we're at it's been raining a lot of times and and some people have like their you know, my family does other things that they do as well so i've been Hardcore gaming into Control. Um, I ended up playing that game Saturday night and got through halfway. <laughs> um, and then when we came back, I played for like another like, or we came uh, to New York. Um, we played for like an, I played for like another five or six hours straight. Um, nice, and then nice. I finished it Monday morning. And uh, yeah, man, I, I I finished it, rolled credits on it, and uh, uninstalled it. Um, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's man. uh, dude. Um, yeah, man. The I see. The thing is, I like control. I the, what the one thing that attached me to it the most, the reason why I kept playing for so long, was because of the gameplay. And I will say this: the dual sense features make the gameplay a hundred times better. Really? It's just yeah. It's just so much fun. Having like the uh, haptic feedbacks when um, when Jesse's walking around, you kind of feel like the footsteps in the controller, like every tap that she's making. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, and the 
adapted triggers they did a remedy did a really good job with making the adapted triggers not be intrusive but and have every gun feel different when you're when you're pulling the trigger um for instance like when you're doing like the pistol like it does a kind of like a hard lock that you have to press down a little harder to shoot off a, a bullet but um it's not like again it's not intrusive it doesn't feel I've, i didn't feel like it was like in my way but then there's also like another gun where you have to charge up the shot to get like a really powerful yeah kind of piercing shot I remember and that. that one yeah you hold down the trigger and it actually like the trigger itself vibrates so it kind of like shakes a little bit so you kind of feel like the tension that it wants to pop off but not just yet because you got to keep charging it yeah um so like it was little stuff like that that made playing the game so much fun but that story, I I couldn't care any less about it. I could not care any less. I was intrigued by like the premise and the mystery of it all, but then like it kept going and it was being extra vague. And I was picking up ten thousand um, notes and catalogs, and then <laughs> and then and Jessie's not that interesting herself, so like yeah. I just didn't care. Yeah. Um. So I I couldn't fin- I couldn't I couldn't get myself to finish the side quests. Or the DLC, because I just I just didn't care. When Control Dream Drop Distance drops, you'll be able to understand it. Oh, man. You're saying, you're, saying, you're saying if it's only uh, Kingdom Hearts, you don't want it. If it's not Kingdom Hearts, you don't want it. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll let that slide, because Dream Drop Distance is the one that goes crazy. And um, it's, the, it's the one where I'm like, all right. You're getting pretty insane, but you know what? Yeah, I did, you, but you know what I did? You know what I did? Um, well, a couple what? days ago, when I was playing Control, right? I was thinking to myself, "Hmm, this game is really complicated." So I figured that you that someone would bring this up in the podcast. So I actually made a list of games that are more complicated than Kingdom Hearts. Oh man! Oh, go for it! Go for it! Control. That's Stranding. <laughs> Okay. The entire Metal Gear Solid series. You can, Final yeah, Fantasy I, 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 14. That one can be debated. And that's all I got right now, because that's all I came to my mind <laughs> first. Hey, okay. okay. <laughs> it's a solid list, though. I mean, fair. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah. yeah but control, control's interesting, because, like, I... I need, to, I need to get back to that game. I'm literally one trophy away from platinuming that game. Um, Damn. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed my time with that, with that game. Um, how how did you feel about that? Um, God, what's the name of that song? When, when uh, Jesse gets the uh, oh. cassette player and she's in the, God, what's that room called? It, it has a really cool name. I'm forgetting it, but yeah, she, oh the the ashtray maze that that level. Uh, do you yes, remember that? yeah, yeah. Yep, that's that, that was that yeah that's that's like more than halfway through the game. I think that's in yeah that's like pretty much towards the end. second to last. Yeah, 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 that's like the second to last chapter or something like that. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I died, I was just like, oh, the song's gonna play again. Okay, cool, let's right? do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, as far as like even spoil. Like I haven't finished yeah. the game, but you mentioned that maze, and I'm like, you're talking nonsense. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really cool. It's really cool. The, the, that's what makes Control really, like. That's why I enjoyed Control still, even if I wasn't really hot in the story or didn't really care about doing the side quest that much. It's just right. like the the set pieces and the overall gameplay. Remedy just absolutely nailed, and it was just it was just so much fun. And and, and just the the atmosphere of the oldest old, of the of the oldest house was like my 
sort of my my standout thing about that game just like walking into a room and and not only it being you know distinct from what you saw in the previous room but just like not knowing what you would find right like i remember seeing the old uh benikoff tv the and then it, stepping into that room and seeing people's bodies like levitating in the air and stepping through the the glass and then the whole room just starts to shift and it takes jesse somewhere else or the fridge i'll never forget that that little side quest with the fridge um and that poor guy who had to sit uh by the fridge and and he had to keep eyes on it um or else it would like the 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 fridge would like spring to life and and attack and he's like in there like he's like pleading with you he's like please can you please take over i've been staring at this thing for like the last 72 hours or or something like that um and jesse's like yeah yeah sure just uh just give me a minute and then when you come back all you see is like like a blood stain on the floor and then you go in there to investigate and uh yeah it, it's it's wild stuff or um I don't, I don't know man just just um god there was that room sort of beneath the oldest house that was just like you had to take like an elevator to like the other side of it um or like a like a some kind of cart thing and and you go in there and it's just like these this large expansive place but it's just like giant pillars um just like all around you and then the the janitor uh Ati or whatever is just like on the other side like waiting for you and you're seeing all these visions of like a river and like trees and i don't know man yeah just, like, that was really cool yeah it, it, that game is just filled like with with these visual like sensory stuff that's just like insane dude I, I i love that stuff just the overall aesthetic and the eeriness of it like I, I love the fact that you're just like the only person in there essentially or like one of the only people in there and it feels just so like large and expansive and there's just like so many secrets to uncover so like for me like the oldest house itself was like yeah i, I agree about the story and jesse herself but like the oldest house was sort of like the star of the show for me with that game um oh i agree yeah for yeah. me it's it's the um it's the environments themselves which like you nail you hit the nail on the head there this is, that's why i like i love not like the resident evil series because you have stuff like the mansion um the police station and all these other different environments and now a village is going to be like the castle stuff like that that has like yeah. all these very personalized um areas that definitely paid so much attention to and given so yeah. much love and detail and you yeah. know there's about to be a lab. There's gonna, there's always a lab. So there's gonna be that underground, hyper techie. Who is experimenting here? Because every single, I think every single game of Resident Evil has that one area that's like, it shouldn't even be there. But they make it work. Because Resident Evil Two Remake did, Resident Evil Three did. Like every every place has this the origin of all of this, and I love it. It it doesn't feel out of place. When you play control, it's like you're playing Inception, you know? Like you're you're in a dream and you keep going inside and it and it keeps getting weirder. And I just hear this about a killer fridge. What is going on? I'm ex- I wanna keep going. I gotta keep playing now. Yeah. That, that's like it sounds like a skit. <laughs> I wanna keep playing. Yeah, now. no, it's it's good. It's it honestly it's the environments and the gameplay that'll just keep you hooked onto it, which is why I ended up rolling credits on it. Um and playing nice, for nice. like five or six hours straight because it was just that much fun to play. God. but um and now but, but yeah and now like i'm just i'm just i'm just thinking about all the the items that you had to go um in and and sort of stabilize and did you ever do the one with the with the flamingo 
Watch no. it. No. <sighs> Man, dude. I mean, I, I, I just I just wrote credits on the story. Like, if I, I didn't want to dive too deep into into the game itself, um, just because there was other games that I wanted to actually dive into That's this fair. week that I have been playing. That's fair. So, but I but like I didn't see myself going a hundred percent into it yet. But I did question. I was like. Maybe I should just download it and just or re-download it and just keep it in there so that I can uh, eventually go back to it and do the side quest and do like all sorts of stuff because it was fun to play. Um, yeah. Now that I finished the story, kind of like finished that mystery, it's like out of my head and that I don't have that sense of urgency yeah. to play the story stuff like that. That's fair. I mean, I, I guess like I have the the platinum my my like chase for the platinum to thank for that. Otherwise, I don't think I would have. But like. Yeah, like a lot of those trophies are like urging you to explore and and kind of dig deeper into like the more the secrets that are more hidden in the sort of recesses of the oldest house and so yeah, it it like getting to sort of fall into this spiral of these items that are scattered around the place that need I think I think they're called like quote-unquote containing or something like that. Um it's just like there's there's one that's like a Japanese lantern that like you start to get near and like you you approach it and it starts like like vibrating and 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 whatnot and then there's another one with the flamingo that you get closer to it and then all of a sudden it like not necessarily like runs away from you but it just like like the room all of a sudden like like mario 64 style like how the bowser portrait just like suddenly got further away from you like the hallway just like got longer and longer like you step into that that hallway the flamingo and then all of a sudden that happens and then you're like running towards it and then it just like warps you in this weird like like almost like alternate purple dimension where like the whole room is just like i, I don't know man it's it, that game is so cool man <laughs> like yeah I, well I'll definitely i'll definitely re-download it and do like the side quest then down the line because from what you convinced me to like check yeah. them out that they're at least more intriguing stuff it's, it's the, the best part it's the best part of the game those those secrets just stumbling really? upon, okay. yeah just stumbling upon those things is it's the best part um okay but well, is that speaking of qualities Wait, yeah, go, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, was that was that for you? No, wait, yeah. Well, speaking of quality side quests, uh, I've been playing Gravity Rush two. and I am definitely going to finish this game. Um, I'm still deciding whether to go for the platinum, but like, it's so much fun exploring. The side quests are actually really good, and the story itself is awesome too. Um, I wish that service, like it's like online leaderboard service, was up because I think you get like yeah. costumes from dusty tokens or something yeah. like that, and you can't do it now. I, <laughs> so... ooh, I, I don't know if um, the near automata one was exclusive to that or not. I think you might be able to download that from PSN. Not too sure. Yeah, though. that one's free. It's okay. the gotcha. It's 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 the it's like the, I think it's like the MMO one. That's like a free freebie and then the near automata gotcha but yeah i've been playing gravity rush 2 and been really enjoying this game um just like even just having like a podcast in the background exploring around it's yeah. like they nail traversal and just going to that next gem and and this again it's side quest i can't talk enough how good they are because they're actually quality and they're actually really fun they flesh out characters and backgrounds in the world i'm in lo- i'm in love with this game it's so good um, um, and then uh, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch remastered. 
I've been uh, going back and forth between that one since my fiance is playing at the same time. So we're kind of just uh, like trading off ideas and um, different strategies and how to do certain quests, stuff like that. So been doing that with her and um, it's been a lot of fun. It's a great game if you haven't played Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. Check it out. It's definitely a great JRPG, modern classic. Nice, nice. Um, and then for really quickly for Gravity Rush, uh, don't like once you once you roll credits, like that's that's not the end of the game. Like, cause I this was a thing that you could tell with some reviewers when they finished Gravity Rush, like they didn't. Did you with Raven's side quest? No, or, no. Like, the... There's there's a secret okay. ending. Or oh, okay. not even like a secret ending, but like a secret, like a whole other, basically like a whole other act, a secret act, basically. Um, you just, you gotta, you gotta find that. That's basically like the true ending of the game. Um, because I, I can't imagine anyone playing Gravity Rush 2 without that ending or without those, those extra chapters and, and, and not feeling, uh, satisfied with the game. Like I, I. I guess I guess we were rewording this that like I would understand if you don't feel satisfied with Gravity Rush 2 narratively if you didn't find those those secret chapters cuz those add that's like my favorite part of the game so so definitely just just remember that that once you roll credits on the game like that's you're not you're not done you know so definitely oh, go out and, yeah go out and look for that um you know, yeah, you know, I de- definitely will because yeah, it's um I plan to really dive into this game. I, like I didn't really expect that. I was like, ah, maybe I'll just play the story just because I did play the first one, and just go from there. But um, I'm just I'm getting hooked into it, and I wish that Gravity Rush Remastered was on sale. <laughs> really? How much Golden is it? Weeks, yeah. It's like thirty bucks. Really? So it's yeah. So it's, it's not it's not much, but it's still like. <laughs> like it's like it's thirty bucks. It's thirty bucks too much for me because I have yeah. Vita, so I could just boot it up on Vita anyway. Yeah. But um, it's not on sale on Golden Week, which is kind of weird. Yeah, that um, is weird. Um. But no, it's 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 really good. I'm enjoying it. I just got the Lunar Power. Yes, so. that's, that's my favorite one, man. Yeah. I don't know, so, I, I don't um, know if you immediately unlock the the rocket jump ability, but God, that is so. It's in that same level, yeah. Okay, it, it's so fun to pull those off, man. I love doing that. Um, all right, man. So that's the games that we've been playing this week. Let's get into the podcast proper, man, because we got a lot to talk about. Um, first off, let's let's talk about uh. So Sony had a a um, a sort of a, a a conference in China detailing um the launch of the console over there, which sold out. I think they said in like. 20 minutes or something like that they sold five i think it was either like fifty thousand or five hundred thousand units i i'm gonna go with fifty thousand that sounds more right um yeah and they they detailed sort of the ps plus collection um they had genshin and lost soul aside headlining headlining the games that were coming out there um so yeah speaking of lost soul aside um what did you guys first of all did you guys see the the 17 minute gameplay demo for the for the game oh hell yeah yeah um what did you guys what did you guys think about it um uh, i it was kind of um nostalgic in some way because the game was announced like in what 2016 yeah 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 so like it was giving me that final fantasy 15 vibe like 
it was trying to be not a rip off of 15 but just like in its own style of 15 but yeah. a little more action pace and that was something that i was looking forward to immensely because i was just in that zone for like that so that, fantasy that was the game. thing that was the thing with it right that, that it was basically a one-man team that he was inspired by 15 and decided to do like his own take on it or something like that yeah yeah and you really see it in this gameplay where I said it in a tweet when I first saw it. I was just like, oh my gosh. It's, it's like Nier Automata, Final Fantasy, Don't Make Cry, and a little bit of Kingdom Hearts had a baby. And this is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And as far as gameplay. And it, it, it looks phenomenal. The only, the only complaint that I had about it was um, when the guy was slashing his sword and it sounded like he was punching. I was just like, that's not the right sound effect. It sounded like he was slapping fish, man. <laughs> that, shit, that was crazy, man. I was, I was like, what the hell going on here, man? What's going on? <laughs> like, this ain't, this ain't right, man. Um, yeah, one of my friends was like, yeah, man, it has to be a late 2021, early 2022 game. And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> that slapping sound, that might, that might be a little bit more than that. Yeah, that was, that was definitely crazy, man. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I wholeheartedly agree, man. The combat looked nuts. Um, yeah, it, it looked just that same, that same anime nonsense of like DMC, man, that, that I love, um, is just like 100% here as well. Um, the story seems interesting. I'm not, I'm not too big of a fan of like the environments. The environments seem kind of like, I don't, want, I don't want to say uninspired, but just like, just sort of like bland and not, not like in terms of like, you know, graphically or anything like, or anything like that. Just like, I don't know. I, I just feel like there are environments that we've seen dozens and dozens of times before, like nothing too interesting or aesthetically unique that's going on with them. Um, which I guess isn't necessarily like a bad thing. Like definitely the combat seems like the main focus, but I don't know. It was just a little nitpick that I, that I had or just something that I noticed. Um, no, that's, that's a good point that you said that actually, because that reminds me of DMC five where yes. the gameplay is absolutely phenomenal, <laughs> yes. phenomenal right? But the environments <laughs> suck so bad. I'm not saying visually because visually they look cool, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. the level design is just you were always in those goddamn like what, I don't want to say like caves, but inside the Kaliapoth or whatever that thing was. Yeah, but you're like inside of like a demon. Like, yeah, where it's like so, always red and it's yeah, just <laughs> yeah. It was just always visually the same. That was my biggest complaint of that of that game. But um, yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah. Um, what about you, Walt? What did you feel about uh, Lost Soul side? Um. Honestly, I remember. I also remember seeing gameplay. I mean, it's old gameplay about this game years ago. Um, I remember a friend of mine telling me about it. I was like, "It this looks like if refined and treated well, and you know, approached with the right mindset, it can be something incredible." Um, I'm so it, it looks. The graphics remind me of Jump Force, but it, what Jump oh, Force should have been. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! God, let me finish, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Like you working so hard on this game, and you, you're getting your visuals compared to goddamn jump force of everything. Here's the oh, thing, man. Here's man. The thing. I would quit, man. Let, I, would, let, I would pack up my bags me, after that. 
I gotta take off my sweater. Hold on. <laughs> the point I was trying to make is that the, this game looks and it looks like it plays what Jump Force should have been. This hyper realism of like approach at red graphics that Jump Force tried to do, which was abominable. That game incredibly bad. Um, great line character characters, but regardless, the game sucks. This game does look like what it should have been, and it, in the sense that it also gives you that non-stop anime like exaggeration of a combat uh very much like the last uh fight uh in final fantasy 15 which is very anime and it very much reminds me of that particular fight with arden um the game looks like final fantasy 15 which that's completely fine i'm all for it i'm all for how it looks the environments again not how you said they're it's not that they're not inspired it's that we've seen it so many times and we've seen it done maybe better with context you know i don't know if the story will probably add to it if it'll make sense and if it'll be memorable i'm not sure about that i i don't know what the story is quite frankly i didn't pay attention i just pay attention to how it played and how it looked because i i wasn't i watched it at night i wasn't i wasn't for listening whatever the story was about i'm all for exploring new mythologies different mythologies of that's why I really like Raji and Ancient Epic because it explores Indian mythology, explores these folklore tales that people don't really touch upon. So I'm all for Chinese, you know, approaches to games and and context. It, it I think there's another game that's making its way to console or to the West in general. I think console. Uh, I don't want to butcher the name. I know it ends with Yuan, Yuan three, Xuan Yuan three or something. Um, I believe it's a Japanese. It's from a Jap, uh, Japanese, not a Chinese studio. Um, it very much reminds me of that kind of game, where it looks very. What what do you call this type of like look to a game? Because there's so much, there's so many particles. When, when they attack, there's so much. There's so much. I don't know how to describe it. It's a particular set, like specific style of of animation. I'm all for it. I just I don't know if it'll be enough to hook me into the game. I hope it's it stands out that much that I'll give it a chance. Um, but other than that, it looks it looks pretty. Yeah, it it looks it looks badass. If it'll make me if it's if it's an Asura's Wrath situation where it's just nonstop craziness with fights, I'm all for it. Uh, even if the story is not that interesting, I I'm, I'll still give it a shot. Um, but again, I do like that you get a companion with it, though. Yeah, I mean, like the it, dragon it, companion. It, it it reminds me of that that the game that will never happen, I guess, Scalebound, where that was the premise, right? You had like a companion, or you you could ride a dragon or whatever. Um, it's not on that scale specifically, but you do have an added, you know, feature to the game, which not many do. You have companions in games, but what do they really do? Um. I mean, I'm excited. Um, it looks it looks nice. It right now, I can't really say if it'll be a banger for me, but it, it looks good enough that I'll give it a shot. I don't know how much it'll run for. Uh, I assume it'd be like in the 40s or 30s. I don't know if it'll be a $60 bill. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a $70 game. What what's gonna release on? Is it gonna be PlayStation 5 exclusive or is it I gonna mean, be multi-platform? I mean, who who really knows about that specifically? Because like. 
because it was you know at one point in time it was a one a one man team and now since Sony is is actually backing this game the team has since expanded to I think around thirty people so obviously and I I would assume not only because it's been a relatively small team but also um, well yeah primarily primarily because of that that that's why it's been taking so long and now now that the team has expanded that the scope naturally has expanded with that um so i i i wouldn't be surprised if yeah this would be a full price game um just because of those those things um yeah, yeah as long as they justify it you know as long as it because again this style of game the the it looks beautiful the fluorescence there's like a there's a picture i don't know if that was from the uh old gameplay or the new one but it looked like a forest of fluorescent like uh trees and and the grass was like like the moon was shining upon it and it gave this fluorescent green tint to it it looked beautiful uh, the game looks gorgeous that's one thing uh it the thing is i i look at it and it reminds me of you know games that do look incredible and we have a lot of those but they turn out flat as hell um that's my biggest thing that's the immediate thought i get with it because it's so beautiful looking that i'm already like like thinking, I'm on the, the defensive. Like, it, will it be good? Will it not be good? Uh, it looks gorgeous, but it look, I, I'm excited for it. I'm, regardless, I, any game, throw any game at me, I'll try it. Um, except if, if it's another COD, I'm tired of those. But it, throw it, any it, game at me. Unless it's a jump force for me, then I'm not trying it. Ugh, no. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Why didn't <laughs> even say that name? That's, that name's like Voldemort. It's a crappy game. Expectations. <laughs> All right, so yeah, yeah, I think consensus, yeah, it looks it looks interesting, but um, yeah, they definitely got, and obviously, like it's still early because I don't think this game is released sure. anytime soon. But uh, things that they got to iron out. Um, but I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Like I, I I got my eye on on this. I'm excited to see uh, you know, when they and, get and, it over the I'm finish line. And I'm excited that Sony is backing it up because it means hopefully that when localizing it'll be it'll be localized properly you know uh, i don't want it to fall into these games where you don't really understand anything that's being explained i really want to understand what they're trying to convey if th is this based on a folklore is this just pure fantasy that they're, they're exploring is it based on something what is there anything culturally significant in it you know considering it comes from like completely uh chinese you know developer i, I mean i'm excited for it i i I want it to be done well because it looks like it has a lot of potential uh, if done properly. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, man. So, yeah, definitely, definitely keeping keeping our eyes on 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 that one. I'm excited for the next update. Hopefully, it doesn't take as long to to get updated, um, like like we did, you know, this time because I'm pretty sure they went. God, it feels like a couple of years without uh, updating the the status of that game, um, but. Yeah, exciting. Um, all right, so let's talk about um, The Last of Us Part Three really quickly. Um, so, God, actually, I wish I brought I wish I brought up the the. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my own article, man. I'm gonna go to my own article and, oh. and, and get these. Source, dude, trust me. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the, I'm the source here. Look at me. I'm the source now. <laughs> Um, trust me, I'm trust gonna... me. <laughs> so basically Neil, Neil Druckmann was on the script apart podcast recently talking about 
um, sort of like a, a post-mortem of the last the part three, um, him alongside his co-writer Haley Gross, and um, yeah, so there was there was something specifically uh, picked up on that that's worth note. Um, basically, this is regarding the Last of Us Part Three and sort of the probability of of that project. And Neil had this to say, um, quote unquote, I don't know how much I want to reveal. Um, me and Haley, uh, we did write an outline for a story that we're not making, but I hope one day can see the light of day. That explores a little bit what happens after this game. We'll see. Um, and then he goes on to say, we've had two games that I feel speak to something universal as well as telling a very personal story for these characters. With one game, there's no pattern of what a franchise is. With two games, now there's starting to be a pattern. Now, I feel like there are some structural and thematic themes you'd have to stick to if you're making a third game. Um, and then finally, this this was another quote that I thought was really interesting, and this kind of goes into, like, Naughty Dog's approach of in terms of, like, choosing what to work on next. And he said, quote-unquote, after we finish one of our big titles, we take a long time to explore different ideas, whether it's going to be The Last of Us Part 3, whether it's something new, whether there's some old franchise we want to go back to. I like to fully explore all of those and look at, like, okay, we have all of these ideas in front of us. As a studio, what do we want to commit to? Because it's a huge commitment, monetary, time, passion, talent, so you have to think about all the opportunity costs that come with that. Um... So yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting because um, specifically that there was this like little cool, and I wish PlayStation would do this more often because this was so cool. Um, There's this little interview between him and Herman Holst in 2017 around E3 time. Um, and this was when Horizon Zero Dawn came out and they were it was basically Neil interviewing Herman Holst about Horizon Zero Dawn and... and them trading war stories and like how how did the gorilla land on horizon right and herman goes into it and talking about like they had a bunch of different ideas for new ips to work on after after kill zone uh they were even planning to do a, a steampunk uh shooter of some sorts um but then they eventually landed on on horizon um and then you know there he was talking about the team's approach to to choosing projects and then uh, Neil talked about Naughty Dogs and just basically how you know they kind of collect all of the creative juices around the studio and and try to gauge what people are uh, thinking about and what they want to work at work on as a studio and how nothing really is off the table and um, yeah I don't know I thought I thought that was some really fascinating stuff to learn about um, and he's kind of like alluding to that here in in this this podcast as well so I, I just wanted to get like your general thoughts on um this idea of yeah the last of us part three has has a story outline but they aren't necessarily making like they're, they're not doing that right now they're potentially making something else so what what's your guys' thoughts on that go ahead much sure um that to kind of like bounce off of um the video that you're talking about, Herman Holson, Neil Druckmann. Yeah, I love that stuff. I wish I'd do that more. Um, specifically because I am that guy that loves to like go into the minutia of how a an idea is tackled and made into reality, like we have with games where people or devs are saying like it's like a miracle these things even 
shipped to stores. Yeah. Um, I love that stuff. It's it's one of the reasons why like I love watching behind the scenes with like Disney movies and stuff like that, like how they created like these uh, movies. But um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting stuff to kind of like dive into that. Um, I love how Naughty Dog is taking the approach of sort of like Pixar, where like they don't force a sequel, but when they have an idea, even if it's like five or ten years later, they'll just go with it. Which is why we have Finding Dory two or Finding Dory, and that's like what. If, 10 years after like the original movie came out or um toy story you know four and stuff like that so i like that naughty dog is doing that and again they have an outline as as you have in your article and um uh, it'd be interesting to see where it goes because i know a lot of people were divisive on the last of us part two um but i did see a couple of really funny memes where like the one guy was like sleep. It was like a video. And the one guy was sleeping. And then like someone has like this is Ellie. This is like Naughty Dog and how they treat Ellie. Where the guy's sleeping, then someone comes up with a gun on the guy's head. And he's like, get up. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like just Ellie rest. Let yeah, her yeah. rest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like I, I think I think that's a that's a great point. Like. Uh, like, I feel like this after the sort of tumultuous sort of online response to the game, um, yeah, and let the game let the franchise rest, man. There's let it let it breathe uh, a little bit. Give it give it that room to breathe. Um, especially since I feel like part two ended off in in such a manner that yeah, you can definitely let it let it rest for for a few years and possibly come back to it at the end of the generation. Um, so well, what what's if, what's going on with you, man? If if they do anything right, they have an outline. They don't have a plans of you know creating the game. Um, who knows? Mid Neo might have a spasm at the moment. He's like, you know what? Screw it. We're doing it. Um, I don't know what they might have planned. If they even have anything planned for the Last of Us universe, not so much factions. That's a whole different kind of words, but more and so in the story. Um. If they tackle anything, right? If they're going to produce a game, whatever they have behind the scenes, that can change so much. They can have a specific character. Next thing you know, it's a completely different character. If they tackle any story in particular, I would love, love to see a Last of Us of Abby and Lev. That would be... And it's it's due to the fact that I we at least I fell so in love with these characters... And I agree. I, give the franchise a bit to, you know, breathe. Give it some room to breathe because it just came out. People, it was quite a tumultuous uh, reception from the audience. A lot of it was not even by people that played the game. It was just people that saw leaks and people that saw gameplay and they just decided to judge for some whatever reason. Um, and a lot of, first, they make controversies out of things that shouldn't be controversial. Um, give it a few years, yeah, for sure. Uh but if you're gonna do anything with Ellie, uh, give it give me some closure there. Just give give it closure because I I don't think that I don't think she need, deserves any more than what she's already been through. Uh, she she understood the memo. She gets it. She shouldn't seek this path to destruction. Uh, give her give her a nice little ending or not. Just wh- where is it gonna leave at? Because there's there's a lot of things right. There's so much they can do with that ending, but at the same time, they can just leave it as it is. As, as much as people just uh, prefer one of them to, to, you know, to uh, kick the bucket at that final scene or not, I don't know. 
Because like either either way, they're going to do something that you're not going to expect. Yeah, and that's what more, I want, right? That's I I want something that's that's what they've done with The Last of Us. Uh, again, it is a story about quote unquote zombies, survival, whatever. But what it makes Last of Us so unique and so memorable is the characters, is these these personal stories, these real humans that they've created in this fictional world. You know, this fictional version of the of of what is it? Uh, the west of the United States. Um, Seattle, California, all these places. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and, and like, I thought, you know, I, um, just sort of the quote of, of him, like, because I know for whatever reason this has been, <laughs> this has been a concern of people lately that now Sony is stepping in and telling these teams what to work on, but, you know, seemingly by this quote and this has always been the case with naughty dog is they've always had full and complete autonomy um you know sort of their their fate in their own hands to sort of choose what they they work on and you know neil kind of is saying that here as well that hey nothing is really off the table for us to 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 work on it's just you know whatever sort of draws the most passion from the team um so yeah, which is know. nice. I, I like I like hearing that from like a head, yeah. where it's not just obviously you you have you know there's people above your pay grade and saying here make this right and obviously you have to do it because the person at the the top saying they want you to do that but it's really cool to hear from Neil himself who's like what he's like VP of Naughty Dog yeah he's vice president he prom- yeah it's oh, so actually, just to hear actually, him say it, like he might be or did, did he get promoted I thought I thought he got promoted to vice president but now i'm i'm thinking Didn't that he? he's co-president co-president now yeah so I, I remember i remember hearing that he got promoted recently yeah i think i think yeah. he's co-president now that was last okay. year right oh, I don't possibly. know. possibly possibly i mean the last was part two doing so well possibly yeah. <laughs> man that was good you're you're going up yeah, no, but like it's it's nice to hear that from someone like him, where it's it is just like a really big collaborative. So I have to hear my baby nephew. No, you <laughs> you're just okay. Um, you were just like all a collaborative process. Was like, all right, what game are we feeling that we want to make that's really gonna like get us excited? Yeah, you know, that's really cool. I can imagine. I can imagine the meeting. He's just you know he puts his feet on the table. He's just chilling. He's like, all right, give me ideas, people. Anything, literally anything, <laughs> is on the table. What do we want? How about clickers, but they can't hear? Love it. What's next? They just keep pitching completely absurd ideas. I mean, honestly, Naughty Dog, so far, the games I've played, I haven't played all of them that they've made, but the ones I've, I've played from them, uh, that being limited to Uncharted and Last of Us, I haven't played. I think what they do, uh, what else have they done, uh, which I haven't done. I think Jack they're old sir. Yeah, I never Crowd played Bandicoot. that. Yeah, I, that one, that one, that one. Not all of them. Crash, Uncharted, Last of Us—they've all been bangers. I mean, they—they all sell. They're all great. They're—they're they're doing great. They, they're Sony's, you know, baby, and or or partner in crime. I don't know. They're doing well. I mean, it makes sense. Come on, just do anything. Do well, not anything. <laughs> do whatever you want, but make it good. You know, I'm. I'm <laughs> all right all right man all right man uh so yeah yeah uh let's let's move on man uh, uh so 
let's you know let's let's talk about uh returnal man this uh first of all congrats to house mark on on the launch launch of the game man and and to stellar reviews man they got it's an 80 sitting sitting at an 86 on metacritic right now and um yeah it's essentially i I don't know would you consider it universally praised is that fair to say well nothing's Uh, absolute uh obviously that doesn't mean that go ahead it might be too early to say really i think Right, right, but like yeah. amongst amongst reviewers, I feel like I critically praised. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, critically yeah, praised. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people people are 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 really digging this game. Um, sort of the big discussion around this this game before, I guess before launch and sort of right now, the main conversation is surrounding the difficulty, and it it always confused me that people were had this. I feel like it was a fake concern. People were saying that because of its difficulty that it wasn't going to review well as if games like dark souls neo uh hollow knight and and spelunky don't you know are critically acclaimed games as well you know um so i I always felt that conversation was like a little weird but um yeah it's it's pretty interesting that like sort of the diff just the difficulty of the game is is incredibly unrelenting and demanding of these reviewers that some of them didn't even like finish the game and yeah i don't know i i I find that really really interesting like what (laughs) what are you guys's like sort of takes on the difficulty of returnal and and just like (laughs) what it's been doing to some of these reviewers man a lot of a lot of uh the a lot of Gamer cards are gonna get revoked um, this yeah, weekend. Man. No, I'm just Take kidding. Um, <laughs> it's 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 tough. Like reviewing a game that's like really hard. I don't know, man. Because I haven't had a chance to actually get into that. Rather like reviewing like a uh, you know a Bloodborne or Dark Souls or I'm not even reviewing Returnal for Lords of Gaming Net. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't really have much say on that. But it it is pretty cool to kind of see everybody have like this. Um, shared grief slash like addiction yeah to like how hard it is but are also kind of like embracing it and what i really love seeing about that is that when a game that is hard that does come out people are always always responding with helpful hints and um advice and stuff like that and to see that on the timeline is really cool yeah for sure um they just need to go they just need to go play fury and (laughs) Fury, and, yeah, Fury is, yeah, Fury is rough. It's, it's ridiculously hard. Uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. That that it, game, it, that it, game was really hard to beat, and I, I did beat it, oh, but absolutely. yeah, that was that was a tough one. For sure, and it's the same, you know, constant, you know, bullet hell, boss rush. In this case, it's not so much a boss rush. It's more, you know, you do have your moments of, you know, your breathing space where you just explore. There's collectibles. There's upgrades. There's the environment. The, uh, I I compared it to. Uh, how the environment it feels alive. I, I don't have the game. Granted, I don't, to all the listeners who are new to this, you know, I, I don't have a PS5 yet. Um, but I've seen the gameplay, and I've seen how when you explore the music, and that was my biggest concern: the music, right, the soundtrack. It it, it sounds incredible. It sounds like a living, living, breathing world. Like it's pulsing. Like like it's like it is like the the. It's so alien. It feels alien. You know, it doesn't feel familiar at all. It does feel what it's supposed to feel, you know? It's a completely different planet. Now, I don't know the story. I'm not going to... I've purposefully avoided 
any manner of story because I've heard that if you the the story you piece together and spoiling yourself even one a little bit of the story you will take away that aspect of exploration and you being able to explore on your own and put the pieces together so I'm avoiding it purposefully but the game itself I I, I thought initially that it was going to be just constant battle 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 you you don't have time to breathe you, you only have the like little sections to breathe but no you you have a lot of room to breathe which again i don't know if it's the style of game i get it it's more it's fa more fast paced than a game like dark souls or bloodborne but again it, is that why what's giving these uh, granted not all reviewers are pro gamers i guess but you're not supposed to be a pro gamer it's just a matter of repeating and practice and getting better i mean it's that's basic human psychology, cognitive psychology. You, you practice, and you get better. So what's the what's the deal? Oh, the spike. Yeah, man. Uh, Crash has it. Crash has a spike in difficulty. Uh, that doesn't make it a bad game. Uh, granted, reviewers are not saying it's a bad game, but I mean, take your time. No, it's just it's, it's it's just it's just like the idea of like um, because there's like this very like rigid black and white idea when it comes to reviewing games that you have to absolutely beat the game you have to see no. credits or in order to review it um no, and i mean I, I feel like it really depends on the game like i feel like there's a lot of variables that plays into that but with something like returnal where you get the sense of the gameplay loop and like what it's doing and what it's trying to say and if you beat it sure that's amazing but you understand what returnal is if you've been playing games long enough you understand what games are within the first five hours, and then you get more of that as you keep playing. Yeah. And from what it seems like right. with these reviewers, that they played enough of it, even if they didn't beat it, they have an idea of saying, this is how this game is. And if you answer two questions, which is, is it worth your money, and is it worth your time, then I think you're able to review a game. Sure, but no, at sure. the same at the same time, I don't want them talking about, oh, the, the, the story you know doesn't feel you know satisfying or or whatever like I, I don't want them to be talking about selena as a character or just like the story when they haven't seen that all the way through when they haven't gotten you know the necessary closure on that stuff like yeah i i agree you know gameplay wise if you've spent goddamn like 30 hours and haven't been able to get to the second biome then I, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would think that you have like a pretty decent understanding of the gameplay loop, um, but then at the same time, like apparently the game does evolve, you know, over over time. So like, I don't know, I don't know. It's it's, it's, I, it's I, I, no, I no, I, I agree, I agree with you. Like, I hundred percent agree with you. Definitely on like a start to story point, which is why like it's really important when you're writing a review to make these things clear. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, know? for sure. Exactly. That that yeah. was my point because make it clear. If you haven't beaten the game, or if you just you haven't gone through the whole story, make yeah, make those points clear eloquently. You know, which make, again is, don't make is, it sound like it's a negative. Which is what you know? pissed me off about Gravity Rush, man. People didn't play those secret chapters, man. You didn't get the full closure with Cat. God damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna be <laughs> see, 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 that's 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 how you, that's how you know when like people this really don't play. So I'm glad you said that though, because yeah, there's there's definitely those reviewers that. Would like to review a game and didn't get far enough to really actually be like, yeah, this is a great game. Like, did you play yeah. this stuff? Yeah, one of one <laughs> of my. Well, were... uh, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say that like one of my like biggest or uh, one of my I don't know I, I would say favorite, but it's like one of the quotes that has like st stuck with me with this whole Returnal stuff. Um, 
Yeah. Gene Gene Park, who I follow on Twitter, he's he's really cool. Um, he was saying this. This is no shade to him at at all. Like I like this this whole conversation is no shade to to reviewers or anything like that. Like I, I sympathize having a week to beat an, an incredibly demanding game. Like yeah, I, I sympathize. So this is no shade or anything like that. But he was saying that like he plays Souls games to relax essentially. Like that's that's a relaxing experience for him, and um he My he God. couldn't he couldn't beat he couldn't beat Returnal or or he God I, I want to go find the the exact quote or something but he he said something along the lines of like it took him days to, to just get out of the second biome and um yeah that's that's the that's the sort of experience that this game is shaping up to be which is nuts yeah um, I mean it's a completely different approach to the game it, it you know Dark Souls is an RPG open world exploring you know take your time you know fighting these waves of enemies you don't have the same kind of pressure that returnal has where you are obligated to dodge you're obligated to do all these movements and and, and your brain goes into another state of mind you know you have to be aware and you have to be hyper vigilant at all times where dark souls it's more take your time learn the patterns and you'll be good I do think Returnal has patterns. I do think there's a system to it. There is, you know, you have different kinds of weapons. You have different kinds of enemies. You learn which enemies are more prone to be, you know, taken down by certain X or Y or Z weapons faster or whatever. Uh, but I do think that the spike or the curve there is way larger than maybe a Dark Souls one. I don't know. So so let's actually, like, get into, like, the nitty-gritty of the gameplay because I, I think, like, sure, this game does have, like... <laughs> main sticking point in the game is like the roguelike uh elements and whatnot but like I, f I feel like there's there's a lot of cool stuff happening in this game that makes it sort of its own like unique beast because i feel like this is sort of the this this is probably like hyperbolic but i feel like this game is like sort of like the first of its kind like in terms of just like a roguelike on this big of a production you know scale and, and whatnot like we really haven't seen anything like it and that's kind of what makes it wholly unique. But um, so, yeah, just in terms of like the gameplay of going through these biomes and and um, so essentially, like we all know that um, you're placed within these these biomes and you have to get from point A to point B um, within that you're going to be bombarded with a ton of of these unrelenting enemies that are going to be coming for your neck the whole time. Um, but so like, essentially you, you, it, it's like a bullet hell style combat where you're just like, it's, I think skill up described it as just like a, a constant display of like fireworks coming at you. And you have, you know, this dash ability that gives you like invincible or uh, iframes, so you, you don't take damage while you're dashing through these things. Um, but like some of the most interesting stuff to me about this game is some of like the nitty gritty uh, mechanics of it. So like the game has this thing called the malignant system, which is like it's so it's so cruel, dude. It's so cruel. It's basically these like. You'll you'll stumble upon these items and consumables that you can pick up to to help uh, relieve some stress on on your runs um, that will give you a buff. For, so, for instance, um, you pick up this this malignant and it will give you plus you know f let, let's say fifteen percent damage or something like that. But 
you will have a high risk if you pick this up. You're, you're basically rolling the dice. It, it will give you, you have a high risk of obtaining a malfunction if you decide to pick up this item. So now in your head, you're kind of like, okay, do I want to actually take this? I, like, I need the extra damage. Do I want to take this? Uh, but at the same time, it has a high damage of malfunctioning my suit. It's like, what do I do here? So then you're like, uh, you know what? Uh, whatever, I, I'm going to pick it up. So you pick it up and then uh you roll the dice and pick it up and then yeah you actually do get a malfunction in your suit and it's like okay um your cooldown for your dashing ability is going to be slowed down um but you can get rid of it if you kill five enemies with melee attacks so i find this whole premise of like the risk versus reward in returnal really really interesting with the malignant system of like yeah, I'm in, I'm in desperate need of, of this item right here, but I also have a high risk of malfunctioning my suit. Do I take that chance, or do I just leave it alone and, and keep going on, on my on my merry way? Um, I don't know. It's 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 stuff like that that they're do, that they're doing with the gameplay. That's that's really really cool. Is is there is there anything um, you guys have been noticing about the gameplay? Um, that's that's sort of piqued your interest because that's that's kind of the thing that has really been um catching my eye a little bit for me it's the environments i i'm in love with the aesthetic of this game it yeah looks so much like an aliens and prometheus movie in video game form and just done so well it, yeah. and i'm i'm watching streams of the game because since i'm i can't play it this weekend excuse me but um yeah, it, it, and um, the one streamer that I watch constantly, he streamed it for eight hours straight. Jesus. Just, yeah, eight and a half hours. He usually, he usually streams for like quite a long time, but this is like, when he streams for that long, he is like loving the game because yeah. it just is a gameplay flow. Or And I see a lot of people say where it's addicting, and I can see yeah. that because Hades is like really addicting too, and you're getting all these power-ups, and you're going through the different sections and stuff like that. So, yeah. and the fact that the environments are kind of like, like, it's like what Walt said before, where they're, they, they're like alive, right? Where they, they feel like they have like their own, they, they live outside of you walking in them, which is something that's really hard to do with games, and it seemed like they nailed it, and that's what like really gravitates it for me, on top of just like the enemy designs, where Skillup did say like, yeah, it's like fireworks on display all the time in front of yeah. you, like that's like that's like a treat, that's a visual treat that when you ha- when you get that game every now and then it's something you just have to like really soak in because and soak in when it's done well because it's yeah. it's not it's not easy and like to to that point like the environments are always changing as well so like each time that you die the environment changes like structurally but also you know obviously enemy placement and item placements will be different than your last run but also i i haven't i haven't been able to see this yet but apparently the environments can change like quite drastically to the point that like the overgrown ruins for instance can apparently uh get like um like it could start snowing in that environment apparently um so but it's all oh, that's uh, pretty cool <laughs> but it's all obviously like random randomly generated right so you might never see that right. but apparently that that's that so could happen um so yeah yeah to that point of the environments macho yeah that's that's also something that's really really cool to me as well i love the fact that each person will have 
a completely different experience when it comes to like anything. It, no walkthrough will be the same for anyone. And I love that. I love that about game. That's what I love about roguelikes in general. Enter the Gungeon did it so well with the different abilities you could have, different guns you could have, uh, being able to balance that. Should I go back and upgrade? Should I go back and purchase more items? I love it. And th in this case, I don't know too much about the features themselves, but I believe you can travel from section to section that you've been to and upgrade and purchase certain items and yeah, so there's areas. there's like there's like a few things that that care, and this is I guess sort of the more uh, controversial parts about the game, and then we can sort of naturally go into like the ability to save and whatnot. But like, yeah, there's there's a few things that you can carry over. Um, so like, obviously, unlocked shortcuts that you get on your runs will carry over between between runs. Um, oh, cool. So that that's obviously going to cut you know, a lot of time down for sure. Um, but yeah. like weapons, you won't be able to, to, to keep, um, aside from like the, the melee and like, uh, the melee sword, and then, uh, you can keep your grappling hook. But, but aside from that, the guns that you pick up on your runs, you, that's going to reset every time. Um, and obviously like consumables and things of that nature, you won't be able to keep, um, there is a currency called Ether that you will be able to keep in between runs, um, so that's that's all right, I guess. But um, there's not there's not too much. You're you're essentially for the most part starting from scratch each each and every time. Right. Uh, has has there been has there been anyone that has been able to access a certain like end game content or like a secret area that's like oh you do all this and this is where it pays off um i there's there's uh i don't know if it's secret but there's there's multiple endings i know that for sure um God, oh interesting yeah wow and then um i mean there's there's like side rooms and stuff like that that's like um challenge rooms but like i'm almost like <laughs> this is <laughs> this is something that i've been thinking about i'm i'm kind of weary of like i, I kind of just want to stay on the main path man because like if it's not if it's not anything that's going to lead me to to my main objective i don't want to i don't want to see it man because like apparently there's like a lot of uh side rooms that you can stumble into and then immediately like the doors lock behind you and like 30 enemies appear oh, and then you're gonna get clapped man so like i don't want to put myself through that i don't i don't hey, want to do that that's the best part that's the best part. You're in Dark Souls. You go around the corner. You get jumped by an enemy and you die. You lose all your souls. You yeah. gotta go back. That's like that's what makes the high of the victory so high, and yeah. the lows feel like I can do better. I can do better. You know. I, I learned my yeah, lesson. That's, that's why. That's why Haze was like such a like standout because it was so streamlined like that. Where it was it was linear. Even if it was procedurally generated, it was linear. Yeah. Right. But you had so many different combinations of weapons and perks and. You 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 unlocked something new. You were basically encouraged to die. In Hades, if you die, you actually didn't feel like you wasted time. You actually <laughs> did a lot by dying because you could upgrade and access different things back in uh, whatever the area was where you live in. Yeah, and um, like and like with this, like people shouldn't be expecting sort of the same diversity with builds um, that Hades right. had like without without a doubt but the thing with returnal is that like 
yeah each time you die you should be trying out or like sort of discovering okay like what what weapons work best for me what what what's sort of the the weapons that i feel most comfortable with like it it it, it encourages experimentation with the buffs and and sort of you know putting together your own distinct loadout that you feel is the most optimal for 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 runs and whatnot because yeah there there's a large variety of weapons and um Obviously, there's there's pro proficiency that increases stats within those weapons, and then there's alt fires to go along with that stuff. So like, there's a lot of variety with the weapons and and the buffs and parasites that you can get to to make your loadouts your own. Um, but right. it's it's definitely not as um, in depth as as Hades. No, for sure. And I mean, if if that's the case too, then you could argue that a lot of these reviewers, I don't know specific cases, but they maybe are approaching this with the mindset of this is the best build this will last me maybe the entire game and then they realize wait why is it so hard no because you need to experiment it encourages you to try different approaches different yeah. weapons you know maybe maybe for you attacking the, attacking this specific enemy is easier with the handgun and for me is maybe with a shotgun i don't know like yeah. experiment experiment people yeah, yeah definitely um so let's let's I want to. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on the game, essentially. And I don't know how common this is for for other roguelikes. Um, the game having essentially no save feature. So like, like I kind of, I kind of like hearken this to like. Uh, I think I talked touched on this in in my article too. Is that like? Can you imagine if the bonfire system was completely absent in in Dark Souls? Like. You you basically had to like go like you basically would have to essentially kill bosses or clear out entire levels like on your first try, um, or else you would lose all your souls like permanently. Right there, there's there um, without the sort of uh, advantage of being able to recover those souls by returning to you know the the position where you died last, like that's that's basically like what returnal is like it doesn't it doesn't it's absent of the the bonfire system and the ability to recover those those quote-unquote souls um and and this is all kind of like tied together to the game not having like any form of a save system the only thing that we really can do and the game even warns you about this in the beginning before you boot it up is that like hey if you need to take a break or you need to like quote unquote like save your progress put the console into into rest mode but like even that is kind of like not Old that school. not that good because like you won't be able to like switch to other games or like other applications you like you have to keep Returnal open at all times if you want to keep your progress which you can even back out to the menu yeah yeah so like what what's your guys' thoughts on that like do you do you guys think this game should absolutely have some sort of a a, a save system or 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 what if you're gonna have a, if you're not gonna have a save save system, it better be one damn polished game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's... so far it's proved to be that, right? Uh, yeah, more or less. I did, I did see a few posted videos of like the game did crash on them, but um, yeah, since yeah. the but since the fact of like even when you die, you, you basically kind of like hard reset anyway. With like your weapons and stuff like that, so like I guess it's not like a huge deal, but like yeah. if you're in the middle of a run and like you got a really good build, you feel good about it, but you gotta go to a grocery store or something, exactly. and then you're, 
your your console is left in rest mode and you have to update the console and it does it automatically. Yeah, yeah he, that's a problem. Yeah, or, or honestly, yeah. It, maybe I'm being too unfair with this, but that's honestly. If the, that's if the, a player's if the, fault. Is that... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the approach, if the throwing of the game, is to make you feel like you should experiment every time you die. What do you do wrong? What should you improve? Uh, each time you die, you maybe put a, another piece of the puzzle for the story. Maybe you discover it, you, it's procedurally generated. So the the reason that you know part of the reason that maybe there's no safe system is because when you die, you won't go to the same two or three rooms again. It'll be a completely different area, so you won't. It won't feel redundant as redundant as usual. And if, hey, listen, man, uh, how's Mark Ang here? You know, he they don't. <laughs> they ain't here to hold your hand, man. Buy groceries. They don't need to go buy. They don't think about you going to buy groceries. They don't think if you have to change your baby's diaper. They don't think if you you have a nine o'clock appointment. It's a game, man. It's. There's only so much they can. If they don't want a safe system, hey man, it's so. I haven't played the game, but so far, general consensus, it's pretty. It's a pretty polished game. Uh, they're doing it, you know, pretty well in terms of why justifying why they don't have a safe system. Um, yeah, I, I. But I can understand like why people want like a more convenient feature. Like yeah, that. no, for sure, I get I it. Do. Just, it, just, it, just, yeah, just, just for the fact that like when I even could put in my own situation here because. Like, when I'm playing a game like Gravity Rush, right, I can right. turn my mind off for some parts of it and then just play and then, you know, whatever the case may be. But for some, and that can, I could take that, like, in doses. But some like Nino Kuni, where I'm going to sit down and, like, be enveloped in the story, that's right. not, I need to put time into that. Um, so it's just a matter of, like, whether the player wants to sit down and play for 20 minutes or wants to play for two hours. That's Yeah, that's I the mean, thing. Like, I, this, I, is, this is a large, like, commitment for better or for worse and like i don't know a part a part of me a part of me is kind of worried about that because like i i i sort of don't do like long chunks of like gaming sessions like here and there i can but like for the most part i'll i'll dip in games for like an hour and then you know i'm i'm out and i have to go do something else so like i'm kind of worried about that when apparently these runs can last a pretty long time yeah, yeah, Honestly, that, that, yeah that's, that's and that's and that's what I was worried about personally is because like I am out of state, I'm not home. I can't really like dive into a game like that. I had to go yeah. on and off and on, whatever the case may be. And then like by the time I do get home, it's work. And then guess what? Resident Evil Seven or Resident Evil Eight comes out that yeah. same week. So, yeah. if anything, if it becomes too much of a problem in the next few months in the next year. If they do a patch where it's or, or an update where it's oh now you have the option to save or to go back to your to the beginning and I don't know invest in this upgrade and I, I don't know some way around it but honestly it's like it reminds me of the people that want an easy mode in Dark Souls no if the developer intends for you for the game to be a challenge and that's their core philosophy don't try to change it yes I get accessibility is important in any game. But if Speaking of which, is... Returnal does have really great accessibility options. But continue. Oh, it does. Yeah, but yeah. If the game... Like as as far as as far as the people like that are like disabled and want to play the game. Like, oh, tight. Put... Yeah, it's cool. But if the game itself, the developer said, if they said we're making this, this is our baby. We want it to be this way, and this is the core philosophy of our game. 
I think that should be respected. You know, not everything should be spoon fed to people. And because sometimes, hey, unfair doesn't mean bad. Sometimes it just means you. It's it's not for you. You know what I mean? And this is by no means you know invalidating anyone's situation. People have lives. People have certain uh, disabilities, of course. But certain games, they just they're just built different. You know what I mean? Housemark, he's saying Housemark ain't here to to tuck you in the bed. They here to to, hey, to tuck to tuck the <laughs> the bib the bib in your shirt and 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 feed it's you your food. It's five in the morning. <laughs> it's five in the morning. Housemark grabs those pots and pans, starts fucking hitting them together. Hey, hora de despertarte! Come on, get up, boy. Nah, man. But um, yeah, man. But I, I get it. Again. By no means am I trying to to invalidate anyone's situation. Yeah, yeah, get we get it. Yeah. But it's yeah. a video game. Come on, it's it's social. No, I, you know, I know. I understand. Yeah, I definitely understand that viewpoint, especially since like coming off of control, where like we didn't touch on this, but I figured it'd be like a nice segue, where we yeah. um, where I was playing control, right, and and I say like how the dual sense features just add to the gameplay so much, and it could the Returnal could be that game where like you are going to be playing for two or three hours straight because it's so immersive yeah. with the dual sense stuff like that. So, Right, right. Definitely. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for, for them, uh, for Housemark. Just, sure. just in general, like they've they've been able to to translate. I, I, it, it's it's pretty incredible, man. They've been able to translate their their sort of DNA, the thing that that they've really hung their hat on, into a triple A, uh, you know, scale game, which is which is pretty cool. And um, you guys saw that uh, the letter that the CEO uh, wrote sort of in in preparation for the the game's launch and and saying how in an in an age where publishers don't take many risks that he, he was thanking sony he was thanking sony for for taking a chance on them you saw that watch what, you, what you, want, you just want you just want to put another feather in your hat my man <laughs> hey man i'm i'm, I'm you know i feel i'm feeling a little good i'm, I'm feeling a little good you know you just got your new three-piece suit. You got the the, the, the hat. I feel yeah, you, man. No, no, flex, flex, man. <laughs> um, but no, I felt I felt like man. I felt like that was like. I mean, it, more than likely, it's not. But it it almost it's felt like, like Herman Hulse. Yeah. It, yeah, it almost felt like a direct kind of response to like, because like even even you know like skill up specifically, and I. Th- think Eurogamer as well but like another reviewer um sort of like the main tagline in in their reviews was like um you know Sony Sony quote unquote proves that you know they um they still take big risks or 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 whatnot I don't know I just I just thought that that was was, you know that that was a little funny man (laughs) you know I I got I got my eye out for that he was he was definitely uh yeah he was definitely talking to the masses on that one yeah for for sure. sure But I mean, I mean, it's rightfully so because looking at Returnal and seeing all these reviews, you're like, yeah, they they definitely weren't playing it safe. Yeah, for sure. Um, Even with The Last of Us too, that was like that could have yeah. been such an easy sequel, and they're like, no. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, take risks, man. Take risks. None none of this cookie cutter BS. We need uh, risks. We need so, innovation. I'm um, happy to see that though. I'm really yeah, happy to see that. That's definitely. like it's great. Definitely um yes so let's get into 
I think this is pretty much one of our last topics. Um, let's talk about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, man. Um, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, man. So they, honestly, this was, this kind of, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but took me by surprise at least. Monday they came out with, with a new trailer and then an announcement that they were having a state of play dedicated to Ratchet and Clank on uh, the ensuing Thursday. Which again, I love. I love when PlayStation. This, they've been doing this for um, quite some time now. These sort of one game dedicated state of plays. So we had this obviously for Last of Us, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Demon Souls, Destruction All Stars had one, um, and now Ratchet and Clank just got theirs. Um, just sort of these developer. Yeah, Returnal de- had like a whole web series. Yeah. Yeah. And just these these sort of you know developer deep dives into uh, their games. It's always it's just it's always appreciated, man. I love those. Um, so yeah, Ratchet and Clank got one yesterday. Um, what did you guys think of it, man? Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, let me tell you, I, I I did a I did a piece on covering the the news uh, yesterday on the state of play. For Ratchet and Clank specifically, yeah, they announced Subnautica, Below Zero, and Mangas, but we, we we were not there to hear that. We heard Ratchet and Clank, we were there for them. Not to say the other one didn't matter. A lot of people are excited for those, but dude, the so, so I I knew that they they were gonna approach this with next gen in mind, right? I never really delved too much into it because again, I don't have a next gen console. But seeing yesterday's state of play and actually paying attention to what they're doing and Having a PS4, I hear what they, uh, you know, I listen to what they had to say to what Marcus Smith, creative director, was talking about. And, dude, the fastness. <laughs> wait, wait, did you? Oh, my God, dude. I, I, oh, my, I wish, I don't think you guys saw it, but I was, <laughs> there was this oh, cop, wait, wait, wait. there was this cop, so, like, I don't know if I was, like, on a high-speed chase or, or, or whatever, but, like, the all these co- uh, cop cars were following me, and one of the cops was, like, standing on top of his hood as the car was just driving, like, goddamn, like, 80 miles an hour <laughs> shooting at me. Obviously a glitch, man, but that was the funniest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> please, this, this please man continue. Having a blast there. Um, the fastness, <laughs> the the absolute, the loading times, the the idea of you being able to go from level to level near instantaneously. They showed it uh, the the moment that I saw that this game, I need I need to have it <laughs> once I have my PS5. Is the moment that they introduce. Uh, it's a, like a mini boss fight with a nefarious juggernaut, and during the middle of the of the fight, you get teleported to a complete, according to them, a completely different level that's actually in the game on a completely different planet, and you, it loads near instantaneously. And I was like, "How quick is this, is this game? How quick is the PS5? I need the PS5." It's so, legit and, and, like three to four seconds of like. Loading slash Latin slash not loading. Like from the moment it's, like Ratchet like opens up like the rift into yeah. when he gets into that world, it's like legit three or four seconds. And and you can also use the rift tether hook to move yourself from place to place in this in the battlefield itself. And it's seamless. It's like it doesn't even there's no lag. There's nothing. It it's beautiful. I love the section with Rivet as well. I, I'm really excited that we're gonna have two. What? What are they? Two lumbaxes? Whatever the hell they are. Yeah. Um, 
uh, you know, female representation. Great, hey man, I can, I can, I can tell you the the moment. And shout really quick, shout shout out to uh, the Iron Lords man stopping by the podcast. Really appreciate that man. Um, oh, appreciate that for sure. Um, yeah, so I can. I can tell you, I can tell you right now, man. That on Monday, when they revealed Rivet's Rivet's name, man, all the the Rule Thirty Four artists, they they were they're rubbing their hands, they're bro. rubbing their hands together like like Birdman, dude. <laughs> they, gave their, they gave their yeah. seal of approval. Oh, oh my man. God, the seal's back. Yeah, the seal man. is back. <laughs> Walt's pet seal's back. I told you, hey, that, man. man. You, that's just me giving my seal. Of approval. Oh man, please. <laughs> oh Macho, man, the please. dad jokes. Please take, Macho, take it, take it away. What did, what did you think about yesterday's? Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it, it looks like what I wanted to be, which is like a Ratchet and Clank game just turned up to 11. Um, it's, it's kind of what you expect from Insomniac Games at this point because they're such a high caliber studio with such a touch of finesse and quality like we haven't seen before um because like these consoles now are like really pushing what creatives can do so i'm really excited to see what they're going to do with it but honestly the one feature that has me the most excited and it has had me the most excited about what really with any game that's like a ps5 exclusive or supporting ps5 features is the dual sense um I, i was a fan of it with astrobot i became like i guess more of like a true believer of like what third party can do with the dual sense after control and to hear what they're doing with um, Returnal for one, where it's like people are saying it's one of the best implementations since Astrobot, and then now Ratchet and Clank, where you know they're gonna get like all those bells and whistles in place, mm-hmm. dude, it's gonna be nuts. And it really is like a uh, next gen like experience when you're not only enhancing what you're seeing but what you're feeling, and that's what the Dual Sense is doing. And there's alternate firing, which they're taking advantage of that, which a lot with not only one weapon, with a lot of them, they have. Different... Yeah, yeah, with the, where you pull down like um, halfway to get like the single shot, and then like fully to get the the automatic. Essentially, yeah. yeah, 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 and yeah. they and they not with only one like with the blaster, but a lot of the weapons that they're introducing, they do have that alternative firing or ability that they do uh, depending on how, how how far you pull the trigger. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Um, June June's gonna be yeah. a really big month for gaming, so it's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah and so hopefully cool. I'll cop a PS5. <laughs> we'll get I, I wanna I wanna count on that, man. Um, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. For me, for me, yeah. It, it's man. It, it's got that same. Like I hate. I hate because I feel like calling calling it like a Pixar movie is kind of like getting cliche at this at this point but it's it's just kind of like the go-to thing to say now but it's got yeah, that it's same a, it's a pedigree comparison it, it's got that same sort of like visual fidelity that just like dropped my jaw of seeing the the latest or or even really seeing the the Kina uh reveal for the first time it just has that same mm. uh just yeah the the same kind of look and aesthetic that sort of just dropped my jaw um yeah it's it's present in ratchet and clank as well um yeah i i basically you know i i um you know uh, agree with with everything that's been said so far my my one thing that has me like i don't know if apprehensive is is the right word but just like a little disappointed is that like I don't know what your guys' familiarity with the series is in, in general, 
but um one of the biggest things that disappointed me about ratchet and clank 2016 was um actually uh, i'll get to the i'll touch on that later but really quickly um one of the, the one of the biggest things that i did absolutely love about ratchet uh, rift apart in comparison to 2016's uh remake or reimagining whatever the hell that was was um the sort of like the cutscenes in the 2016 game were so stilted like all the characters like barely moved aside from the the obvious like animated movie cutscenes everything else like the conversations between characters were just like like no one was moving it was just so like stiff and just like yeah. lifeless and which is just like for a ratchet and clank game like but like for a ratchet and clank game it's just like like you can't have that man because like the one of the biggest appeals about ratchet and clank is like how the characters uh, are animated how they move how they're they're just expressed within their movements and, and whatnot and in 2016 it just felt lifeless um specifically in conversations and cutscenes between characters in rift apart that is not the case at all so I'm, I'm glad that that has been like seemingly rectified like it this this is definitely like a a full-scale ratchet and clank game which which definitely makes me really really happy uh but back to what i was trying to say earlier was that this my biggest one of my biggest problems with 2016 was the sort of like uninspired like almost like disney disneyification of like the humor and comedy of of the game like I, again i don't know your familiarity with like the og trilogy with uh the first game going commando up your arsenal and and even even uh deadlocked like those games had like a subtle humor that like they weren't afraid of like saying some pretty crazy shit dude they really were not afraid um i mean even the title you think up the, your arsenal yeah you yeah think yeah it's because that um it was because it was like sort of like a movie tie-in um possibly but then at the same time like this started happening with like the future saga as well just like the comedy was just kind of getting like like it it just wasn't too vanilla it, it just didn't have that same like like quote unquote like edginess to it or whatever. That's that's a really like broad way of describing it. But like you, you get what I mean with with saying very that. tongue yeah. in cheek. Tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, it, with with those games like specifically, it was definitely dialed back. And also, I I don't know if this is the case, but like I almost feel like it's the case. But like you could get away with those jokes back in 2002 2003 and and what whatnot oh, sure. but like we're in a different age so maybe that plays into it as well but like like for instance up your arsenal like i, I was just watching like some of the cutscenes, um i think like two nights ago and like <laughs> my absolute like it's it has one of my favorite like jokes in the entire series is that like ratchet and clank they're talking to like this um like he's like a president of like this um planet or whatever and they're talking about like how much they need to get captain cork back uh because he's like he's he's like not retired but like he's done with like the hero stuff so like they're talking about how like they need to get, get him back on on the job and whatnot and, and the president is like oh 
Ratchet, my daughter tells me you're a man who's good with his hands, Ratchet. And Ratchet immediately, he's like, he's like, sir, I, I swear I never. And then, and then like the conversation just like the, the president like interrupts him and he just like keeps going. And it's just like little subtle things like that. It's just like the those games, those games permeated with those, those little, those little jabs um, so much, man. And you can't and, do that now. I, I I suppose not, man. And and uh, yeah, yeah, like the future I mean, saga. Yeah, I wish I wish it would come back to that too, because like even some Pixar movies do have like that sense of humor where like adults are like looking at like did they just yeah reference? yeah but kids yeah. don't catch it because again it, it is double meaning and a lot of you know Disney does that well with a lot of movies where you go back and it's like whoa 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 Disney kind of horny but no it's just that they <laughs> especially they... especially Toy Story and it's it's oh, not even like. It's not even like like the, like the quote unquote like like horniness of it of it, but like like Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Seen the movies? No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about Ratchet and Clank. But oh, like, no, for sure. But like they 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 had a specific like sort of like the satire and the sort of takes on the dark side of like consumerism and just how they flipped it on its head and like made it like really really funny in those games of like extortion of like company these giant mega corporations like extorting people and whatnot and how they made that work in 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 a in a new sort of funny uh you know uh shedding light on that in, in a humorous kind of way um has just kind of been like absent for a while and and then so like now i'm trying to tie this back in the rift apart is that like what i've seen and granted we haven't seen much of this game but what i've seen so far isn't really like like uh, like building any confidence that that sort of humor is going to return so that kind of makes me a little sad but I don't know. That's that's just kind of like one of my biggest takeaways that I've I've you know kind of seen so far from from Rift Apart. I'm crossing my fingers that you know maybe some of that stuff can still be in there, but I'm I'm not I'm not yeah. too confident right now. I mean, hopefully, yeah, maybe they do. You know, maybe they're hiding it. They're making sure that the the PR and all these advertisements they're as PG as it can to bring in a lot of you know a broader audience. And then when you dive into the game, you get all these, you know, uh, I hear your daughter, my daughter tells me, you know, whatever they said. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. you get those types of, of, of lines. I Hopefully, that sounds fantastic. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what made those games, like, so fun, man. And and what also made them so distinct from, you know, Jack and, and Sly, that's what helped really, you know, kind of, like, even though I, I prefer, like, the narrative of the Sly trilogy, like, Ratchet, Ratchet was awesome because of of, of stuff like that. Like, it, it, like story wise and and character wise, like Ratchet was no slouch in in that regard. Right. Um. Yeah, and there, there's another one in in up your arsenal as well. And obviously, just the naming conventions as well is is another thing. But also, but with Rift Apart, they they managed to to keep that intact because Rift Apart is also like an innuendo, um, which I'm glad they've been able to to keep but um there's also a joke in yeah. in up your arsenal where um there there's there's sort of like this like superhero team called the q force and like one of the members is a monkey <laughs> and, and uh quark is like talking to the monkey and like right Ra before ratchet like ratchet and click are just entering the room but quark doesn't notice them um and he's talking to the monkey and he's like all, all you hear of the conversation is like um 
it was it, it was mating season. How was I supposed to know it was your sister? And, so he's, <laughs> and and the monkey is just like screaming at him, and and Ratchet and Clank enter the room just as he says that, and then Cork Cork looks over, and he's, he's like awkwardly laughing, and he's like, uh, how how much did you hear of that? And or no no he's like he's like how long have you guys been standing there? And Ratchet just has like this disgusted look on his face, and Clank Clank's like we've been here too long, we've been here for too long, man. It's just, it, like man. yeah, just just stuff like that, man. Just made those games Bro. like an absolute gold mine, and I don't know. People's I'm... daughters and sisters are not saving that game. Then golly, <laughs> yeah, man. President's daughter. <laughs> It's, it, it's great stuff, man. Man, but... Rivet, Rivet is not safe from the uh, yeah, the man, 34 community. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> oh, but, but, yeah, I man. I understand what you're saying, though. So, like, I, I, yeah. I, 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 it's an interesting point that you have on there because I, I never delved too deep into the Ratchet Clank games, really. I was more of a Sly Cooper kind of guy. I just yeah. really grew up with, like, the Kingdom Hearts stuff. But, um, but I, 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 I do wish that they, I would not wish but I, I hope that they have that in Rift Apart because I can really go for that that, that cheeky comedy again from Ratchet and Clank that would kind of just like push the limits but um, not you know be too obscene uh, yeah it's not Conker's Fur Day for you know yeah. at all <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not definitely. that level of, of, of absurdness but yeah, I, I, again I, I, there is a fine line and I do think it's achievable where you can make a game that has the kind of humor that is both. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I, I, very adult, and you know. Yeah, I, I hope so, man. Yeah, and and yeah, I, I mean, I I I really hope so, man, because that's that's a part of the identity of of those games, and it was it was sorely sorely lacking in in 2016. And there's this there's this really really good video on YouTube. I th I think the channel is. Uh, the gaming Brit or something along those lines. I'll, I'll send it to you guys, but it's it's basically the title of the video is essentially um, Ratchet and Clank 2016. Um, how it um, how it lost its edge or something along those lines, like the 2002 versus 2016. How how it lost its edge, and yeah, that video goes into into like depth of like yeah, this game, the 2016 reimagining compared to the original game and how it lost its identity, what made it so special. Um, and yeah, yeah, it, it's it just something that that kind of has me bummed. But I'm, I'm aside from that, the game looks absolutely incredible. Insomniac, like Macho, like how how good has Insomniac been on like since the PS5 has come out, man? Man, they got ray traced eyes. Yeah, they yeah, got, they got ray traced eyeballs in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yep, <laughs> like it's it's kind of insane. Like we were talking before about the cliche about Pixar. Like it's a Pixar X esque like movie the way it looks, but like that there's a certain merit to that kind of title, yeah. Definitely. Because Pixar does, they've been you know in, um, geniuses in this kind of quality and 3D animation since the the mid 90s, and they they pioneered that. Yeah. Um, so the fact that it, it sounded like it's making that kind of quality but playable is insane. Yeah. Um, and they're just gonna knock it out of the park. You know what they are. When it comes to just how this game looks, and I've yet to see on a 4K screen that that 15 minute 
gameplay. Yeah. But I am that's on my list for today to see that video in 4K and how Definitely. it runs. And then that on top of obviously Miles Morales that they were there oh. with for for the launch, and then Spider Man Remastered, yes, and then you touched on you know the 60 FPS for for Ratchet. Like they've been they. It's 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 crazy, man. I don't know how, I don't know how they do it, man. But they're they're definitely up there in like the the sort of like upper echelon of like the Sony pantheon of studios, um, rightfully so, man. Um, Absolutely. I, like I, I I really don't doubt this game is going to be in the height. Like at least as far as scoring wise, it's when it comes to critic reception, I have no doubt that it's going to be low nineties. As far as the meta score, yeah, it's 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 gonna be good, and, man, and it's it's shaping and, up. And a, Go ahead. In a world where you get so many, you know, gritty, dark, rough—not rough and bad, but rough as in you know that they're they they're tough. They're tough games, and very very much so. Your your Returnal, your Dark Souls, your Last of Us. This is a game that gives a uh, breath of fresh air in terms yeah. of its style Definitely. and its approach and its type of game you know yeah, it's a it's a palate cleanser uh, a much needed and it oh, adds it sure. adds it adds variety to the to the library which i already think like like just touching on uh sony x dev for for instance the work that they've done in just the the period of of the launch and sort of like uh, attributing to that variety right we have demon souls from them we have sackboy from them and now Returnal from them. So, like, all three of the ex-dev titles, of Sony ex-dev titles are out. But, like, that, alongside Ratchet and & Clank and, and Spider-Man, obviously, just adds to this this variety in, in the PS5 library so far that, like, yeah, there's, there's a, it feels like there's there's something for everyone right now. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and to add to that, too, um... In terms of like the quality with like Insomniac and the kind of like the variety they're providing in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, they're adding a lot to this game. That's gonna make it a packed game. Yeah. Where like they have like the photo mode, they have mini games, they have um, um, Clank side missions and puzzles on top of two extra playable or at least you know Rivet and Ratchet as yeah. playable characters, um, upgrading the weapons stuff like that. So. Um, as far as like you know, is it worth seventy dollars? I think they're doing a really, really good job of justifying their their current price for these games. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. Um, I I also feel like that was never like like people like whether it was justified or 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 not like people had that question with Returnal, but I feel like Ratchet and Clank is sort of like. It's a it's a big enough franchise where people were like, yeah yeah I I, I love Ratchet and Clank like yeah I, I I'm okay with that like I'll do that. Um, would would you agree with that? Yeah. Like people were more willing to to spend the seven the full price on Ratchet rather than Returnal. Yes yeah um well I, I don't know for for me personally when it comes to whether you know uh I want to play a game it, it for me is not really a, a whether uh or at least a question of price. Because yeah. if I want to play it, I'll buy it. I yeah, don't definitely. Care. Um, it's just more if it's worth my time. That's yeah. that's the main question that I have for most of the time. But yeah, for something like Ratchet and Clank, I feel like I don't know because some people will really look at it and be like, "No, that's a forty dollar game because like it's a cartoon and you know, like I don't know. It's 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 a whole mess of a conversation when you try yeah. to 
ask people whether they think it's something's worth the price. I saw someone say that Returnal was should only be a thirty dollar game. I'm looking. I'm like, what do the you hell? See what, yeah, I'm like, do you see like what's being offered? Like, no, like I, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Go play Sword Art Online if that's if, <laughs> if you're listening. Go play Fatal Bullet or something. Golly, it's it's six dollars on the PSN store. Golly, I say it. Um, let's let's wrap this up with talking about um, Sony had their their uh, their sort of financial results for um, fiscal year for their most recent fiscal year. Um, Sony is is absolutely all together really. Like uh, Sony Music is killing it, man. Um, in terms of just like you know what they're doing with Aniplex and and their mobile games as well, like they are absolutely killing it. it, it now it, it definitely makes sense why Sony wants to kind of like double down on that with their own franchises and be like, yeah, let's see if we can sort of convert these into some sort of mobile experience that that catches on with with you know the the wider markets. Um, so that that definitely makes sense. Just just based off of the success that Sony Music is having with mobile games, um, yeah, that definitely makes sense. But yeah, they're they're doing great. And then of course, PlayStation is is killing it. It was just announced that the PS5 has sold 7.8 million units, and it is outpacing the PS4 by 200,000 uh, units in the same time frame which is pretty remarkable when you take it within the context of, you know, constraints with the uh, semiconductors and whatnot, um, you know, manufacturing being slowed down due to the pandemic. Um, you would think That's that... a lot of units. Yeah, you would think that every, with a lot of people not being able to get their hands on, on a new console... <clears throat> well, that um, that the, that <laughs> it wouldn't be able that it wouldn't be able to outpace the PS4, but it's still uh, somehow still doing it. So, what what do you guys what do you guys think about this? Good portion of that scalpers. Good, Man, a good I, portion I, of I, that. I, hate, <laughs> I absolutely hate that dude. <laughs> like when 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 <laughs> they. <laughs> When, you when, go to when stock was... X, you go to, if you go to if you go to stock X and you go to PS5 because obviously I'm looking everywhere for one and you go and see view all asks there's like some of them that have 20 to 30 PS5s to sell and they're like a thousand dollars each so yeah yeah good for them they sold units I don't have mine <laughs> yet what so bad <laughs> Jesus man I've never heard of this 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 mad, oh man oh my god. It is ridiculous. It's absurd. There's people selling that. Xboxes $25,000. What is that? What is this? And people Who keep buying you? them. Scum. People keep buying yeah, them. No. Don't buy them. It's, it's, this, is, this, is, this is as easy as taking advantage of those with desperation. I have desperation, but I'm not weak in that way. <laughs> no, I, just... I'm not... Just it's it's, it's a simple it's a simple solution. Don't buy them, you bastards. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't the, do it. The, they keep they keep <laughs> they keep giving this false sense of oh if we if we keep we we, we can keep selling them they're keep, they're gonna keep ah yeah people are desperate you're taking advantage but then people they don't realize that oh why oh these scalpers are crazy let me buy one just in case no don't do that don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Masha, you, you, go ahead. What are you saying? No, it's I, 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 
God. Yeah, no, it's I, I I hate that point too. It's just yeah. like it's mostly scalpers oh, that are buying though. Yeah, it's I'm so dumb. Like, it's... <laughs> There's such a large portion of that. God. Uh, I don't, I don't, know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't have the so. number sheets in yeah. front of me. Yeah. yeah, I don't have the number sheets in front of me, and I don't know, man. I see people walking out with PS5s. No, uh, walking I don't out mean of that the majority PS5. is. I mean that out yeah. of those 7.5, they're not all pure purchases. That's the reality of it. They're I mean, not they never all, are. They never they are, ne- though. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I Now it's more noticeable because of, you know, pandemic and so many people online and the only way that they can purchase certain items. Again, you've seen people walk out, out of Target with PS5s. But the same, you know, same applies to people online that they can't find them. They'll resort to more unfortunate means of buying these consoles elsewhere. Again, that doesn't represent the majority, but it's still infuriating how these people exist. If you are a scalper, I don't think you deserve oxygen or nitrogen or hydrogen. You don't deserve this. Oh, man. No. And what's going on, Nick? Why are... Oh man. Um, okay. Get us back. Yeah, get us back yeah, on back track. To, back to the point. It's seven point eight million units. That's what's <laughs> sorry, <Will. laughs> No, okay. Alright, I'm good. I'm good. Um, huge congrats to them. Huge congrats to them. No, yeah, it's 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 um again they're 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 keeping that momentum going, which is kind of insane. Um, cause I'm a big, I'm a big believer in that when a new generation starts, that's like your reset moment. Um, that's your kickoff. That's your, um, that's your chance to catch the ball and get the touchdown as soon as you, as soon as you have it. Um, yeah. and so it's it, like, it doesn't matter if you're the Patriots, it doesn't matter if you're like the latest Super Bowl champion, it doesn't matter when you start a new generation, you're, you're essentially starting over, but this is literally kicking my point to the <laughs> to the ground because that same momentum is carrying over, and it's it's pulling in strides for them. I think having Spider-Man as a launch title is definitely huge, and um, the amount of variety and just like the name alone is obviously having a big impact. But the stuff that's coming out this year, it's like really really hype. Um, Returnal's doing a lot better than people what some people expected and Ratchet and Clank is just gonna be huge. And if they if they nail Horizon this year, then twenty twenty one is a really good actually from twenty twenty to twenty twenty one November will be a, a an amazing first year for Yeah, for their first year. Five. Their first year is incredible, man. And and then you take yeah. you take all their first party projects alongside uh, you know, titles like Kina and Deathloop, like it's it's a fantastic year. Yeah, yeah. On top of like all the stuff that they are announcing, like I, I can get some people's frustration with saying like, oh, it's just they're announcing a partnership, but like that's something to look forward to, especially when it's coming from industry leading names, right? With Firewalk Studios and all that. Yeah, yeah but it's a huge win. I mean, and and considering you know you have Russian Clan coming out, you had just had Returnal, um, you have these massive games now coming out that they had this reputation before they were even, you know, released or that Russian Clank has without even being released. And matter of fact is, you know, tangents aside, whenever you do have PS5s available, you know, restocked, whether that be Walmart, Target, GameStop, they're fresh out of the oven and they're bought quickly because people do want this console. I mean, you know, they're, they're not all, you know, turds. But you do have people that genuinely, they... They want this console and they want to take advantage of this high-end, next-generation piece of hardware. And 
I mean, I'm glad. I'm honestly, uh, mo- a lot of my friends they have PS5s, and so far their experiences they're they've been phenomenal. They they love the system. They game more on the PS5 than they do on PC sometimes, which is crazy. Um, that just goes yeah, to show. Yeah, I find myself doing that more actually. Yeah, that just goes to show that you have the power of a you know of a pretty decent PC, and you have the comfort of your your sofa, your controller, your chilling. It's a, it's great. It's great. This is congrats to Sony for that. You know, uh, they, you know, they don't need us to remind them that they need to sell units because they're a company. They know what they're doing. Uh, they're doing well. I can't wait to see what what's in store. You know, PS5 Pro. I don't know if they have other versions, other editions. You know, face. Uh, you can change the plates maybe in the future. I don't know. I'm happy. Happy for that. Um. So some other stats that I wanted to to um tell you guys or show you guys was that um so in in 2020 they had um they like sony they sold 50 it was like 58.4 million copies of first party titles alone in 2020 and that accounted for 17 percent of all um sort of all sales from from last year um which so yeah 17 percent of every game sold on PS4 last year was a first party or PS4. I, I guess this would stretch on PS5 as well, but every title sold on their platform, 17% of that was a first party game. So this included Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, Dreams, um, I guess <laughs> Predator Hunting Grounds. I guess you toss in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Spider Man I mean, Miles, you, you, you remember that? <laughs> uh, Spider Man yeah, Miles, yeah. Miles Morales, uh, you know, I guess MLB. The remaster. Probably... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Spider Man remaster, yeah. Yeah, and then Demon, Demon Soul, Sackboy, all those titles, man. Um, which is which is pretty crazy and i guess i guess that that goes to show man that you know people people are showing up for their first party titles nah man last of us two only sold four million what four five million on a 120 million console? i know i nah, know right of like only of course only not. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah no of course uh, not. that's that's, that's such that's such a weird like <laughs> like I'm getting on another tangent, but that's that's such a weird argument to me because like okay by that logic, Call of Duty comes out on everything, but only sells like what twenty million copies. Well, then it should be selling like fifty million copies by by that logic, right? Like it should be the highest selling game ever yeah. every year. I don't know, man. Like yeah, no, not... it, it honestly infuriates me because like it just devalues how well these games are doing. That you know we haven't seen this before because gaming is super popular now. So the yeah. fact that like something like Demon yeah. Souls can sell like over a million copies, or something like Spider Man still has like it's it's still selling super well even like what, what six seven months from when it released. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, like to me, I just really don't like that argument. When people say, like, I obviously I joke around with it because like it's such like a dumb point to me because again, yeah, it devalues how well these games are doing, and it. Yeah, it's, it's for me. It's just like that's like an, a super impressive number that that many exclusives were tied to the people that bought consoles. Yeah. PlayStation yeah. has the exclusives, and they sell well. Definitely. Yeah, exclusives matter. Yeah, they yeah. matter. Don't let people try to convince you otherwise that they don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Masha, you saw it. Good and well, but 
did you see bg's tweet about about xbox brainwashing people into thinking that game pass <laughs> that, had me, that had me dying dude. that Man, the smooth the, the bet with him and Kid Smooth is one of the funniest things in the world. Yeah. How Kid Smooth was like Returno was garbage. Um in eighty six backwards is sixty eight. So by by his by his logic, sta- state of the care and sea of thieves are ninety six is bad. Oh god. Oh jeez. That had me cry when I read that. I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, no, that was because, you know, there's also, like, there's, like, that whole narrative about, like, these are Game Pass fodder games. Like, you know, what it is what it is, man, but... Yeah, yeah, we, we all get it's it. It's kind of... But, the, yeah, yeah, don't devalue what's on Game Pass either, because there's some standout stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I just thought, I but just yeah, thought it, that was it's, funny. It, oh, yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like they're, like, training them to... Like, <laughs> 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 oh, we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast there man uh thank you guys for watching taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us for our 10th episode of the dualshock and sense podcast um go ahead and and throw us a like maybe consider subscribing we would greatly appreciate that um we're gonna get to these outros um so for me um yeah, going to hopefully knock out Dark Souls 3 within the coming days and then hopefully sink my teeth into Returnal. Very excited for that. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Macho, what about you? What do you got going on this week? Uh, you co- you're coming home uh, pretty soon, right? Yeah, yeah, coming home during the weekend. Um, and uh, But yeah, it's, it's I'm not really going to be working on a lot of uh, Lognet stuff because I'm really just going to be geared towards... Um, Focusing on beating Gravity Rush to maybe get farther than Kuni, you know, permitting, um, you know, family stuff like that because uh, we're actually celebrating, what was it, Easter, I think, for my sister's holiday because they're Coptic Orthodox, so they have different dates for these different holidays. Okay. And also my mom's birthday, so we're going to be celebrating that. So we'll see how far we get into like some of these games. But um, yeah, I'm just going to prep my mind for some Resident Evil Village. I'm excited for that next week. And, um, yeah, check out lordsofgaming.net where uh, we're actually kicking off a new segment called The Lord's Minute where we have these, like, quick hit um, breakdowns of certain stuff that happens in gaming or entertainment in general. And we just, I, myself and or whoever's a writer on the lordsofgaming.net team sits down with the Iron Lords podcast member and we just break down the news. So go check that out. Um, check out Soul's Piece as well. He actually put up a returnal. Gets <laughs> the seal back. Oh my god, <laughs> um, man! Um, he put up a he put up an uh, article on um, Returnal, so go check that out. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'm I'm gonna have to put that seal down so we don't get another another appearance from him in in the future. <laughs> um, Walt, Walt, what's what's going on um, with you, man? Well, man. <laughs> Uh, this weekend will be mostly me just preparing for my final this semester. I'm almost done with the semester of school, so I'll be doing that. And on the side, I'll be tackling Resident Evil Revelations, probably. Um, one of the few that I haven't played. Um, and in my more chill downtime for more ch- uh, casual gaming, I'm going to start uh, Subnautica and see how that plays out on my PC. Um, but other than that, 
just packing stuff up because in about a month or two I'll be moving. Yeah. Nice man. Um, and still, still in, in in PR or where? Uh, yeah, still in PR. I'm I'm in PR right now, but I'll be going to the states. Yeah, I'll be. Oh, cool, cool. Making my making my way there. Uh, hopefully for better things and see where life leads me. And I'll have access to Target because there's no Target here, and I'll be able to get a PS5 maybe. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, that's dope, dude. Um, so yeah, that's gonna do it for us, man. Again, thanks for watching, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace.